What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming BitCast, episode 273. I am your host, Leon Kennedy, coming to you with our special video game awards. Episode. We didn't know about this, folks. No, no, no. Good morning. <laughs> this would How not have doing? been approved. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head out. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> the, resemblance, the resemblance is uncanny. Ugh. Nailing it. Nailing it. I just got to say, like, quirky things. And, you know, I'll mention Umbrella a few times. But uh, we've like, lost Travis. We just started. Yeah, I mean, this, this, like, later on, are you going to wear that wig, you know, in private time? You don't worry about what I do in my private life. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. I feel like that, you know, I feel like Patricia would like that kind of stuff. So. Um <laughs> She may. We'll have that conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I was actually wondering uh, when Travis's forehead was going to end there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was pretty sweet. Travis is going to dip in and out of the show. Anyway, by the way, anyone who has hair touching their face is out of their mind. This yeah. is terrible. Anyway. What's going on, everyone? Uh, it's going to be a great show today. We've got uh, we've got our Game Awards bet to finally settle. We're actually going to go through all of the Game Awards categories as well. I think there's like 37 of them, if I remember, or 27. Um, we're going to make picks on every one of those blind. Uh, well, not blind, but you know what I mean, uh, on the fly. And uh, we'll figure that bet out, too. That's going to be our next bet for the next few weeks. But it should be a great show. I am joined, as always, by this uh, class. I like it, Steamed. Esteemed, there you go. That's good. Oh, I got hair in my eye. Esteemed panel here, starting with, of course, just what's that say? Just Glasson. Just Glasson, baby. All just right. Glassin. Yep. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I don't. Sorry, I, mean, I don't what, understand you, Just Glasson. Is that? Are, just, are you in solidarity with the Your mom's house podcast reference. Uh, oh, there, there's a video where Glasson is like you know when you're out hunting and you you know you're just looking through you know for deer with with, with your binoculars. And there was a video where guys just like, yeah, I'm just out here glassing, just glassing, just glassing. it was it was fun. I but apologize. Gotta, kind of, I really yeah. did think it was a Halo T-shirt. No, I don't think I. Own no, it. I do have one that uh, I do have a Halo one that says "Stay Glassy." That would be um, pretty. That's a pretty yeah. dark shirt, referring to like planetary <laughs> yeah. genocide. It says. Uh, it says. <laughs> uh, it says greetings from Reach. Stay glassy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is gonna yeah, be a hard yeah. shirt. soon. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Considering it hasn't happened yet. You have to laugh to keep from crying. Yeah, 500 years from now it happens. Really? But anyway, hmm. Mr. Hoglaw himself, how we doing, man? I'm doing okay today. I, I'm excited about talking about who won this bet, or more specifically, yeah, me too. who lost it. Yep, me what? too. I like both of those. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm looking forward to this show. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, I'm feeling good. All right, and of course, the VIP today. My good friend, partner in crime, the guy who saved me with his terrible picks, Mr. Ty Guy Travis. How we doing? Thanks, Kurt. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the joke is that we might have a loser, but we all really lost. We did, yeah, and that, that is. Are we going to start there? Can I just launch into this? Are we, are no, we no, 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 no. We're, we're we're saving the game awards thing for. Yeah. We got some other stuff to cover first. All right, we'll get fine. there. We'll get there. Yeah, I got to deal with this hair for a little while. Yeah, this, this is getting uh, hard to, to to look at. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're like the <laughs> like you're like the missing kid from like Zach and Cody, you know, from like the old Nickelodeon shows. Like like 
Chet or something. Yeah. Yeah, I found out like what's Chet doing now? And it's yeah. like, oh no, yeah, poor Chet. Poor Chet. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood so fame hard. didn't do well for him, did it? No, no. it I'm not. having flashbacks to Kids Incorporated. Yep. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, before we get started, of course, we got a couple things to shout out. Of course, we'll start with Against the Tide with our AI picks from this week. We are Mario. Yeah, celebrating the launch of Super Mario RPG. Yeah. We're all high res except Travis. Yeah, what say. the hell's that about? <laughs> you look like a me. Yeah. Like you look why, like a no, me. Why, why, do you, why do you guys look like you were generated by AI in 2023 and I look like a lost Nintendo DS character? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, hilarious. Wow. I like the necklace, Dan. I don't know what that is. It looks like you have eggs on your chest for some reason, it's but a yellow butt. I think it's a scarab. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. giant scarab. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> Wario Dan loves his bling. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, he looks the most realistic. He Thank looks you. like they they took an actual dude and you know a big Italian guy and like just tried to make him dress him up like Wario. Can I just say <laughs> that I, I I love that the AI thinks Luigi's hat is a one. Yeah, know? yeah, it's a one, not an L. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and why is Wario eight? Is that another thing? I have no idea. Uh, you know, yes, I think. Yeah, what? It, I didn't realize that. I did. <laughs> just go they... with the one. <laughs> no, I, th I think I think they're they think that it's uh like an eight billiards. Oh, I think no, they think it's wrong. billiards. Yeah. Uh, AI is taking over the world, guys. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Todd, thank you as always. Hilarious picks. Uh, yeah, this I don't more know why. Expensive to me than. <laughs> anything else that's happened on the show to be honest <laughs> give it time give it time yeah. something uh, very wrong about that <laughs> uh of course i uh, got a shout out a couple uh memberships here or gifted memberships so uh rayman yyc with the five hog law memberships always very Thank generous you, rayman. Rayman. fantastic to see and vintage willow starts us off with 10 season gaming memberships as always thank you so much vintage thank you vintage uh, Willow from Leon Kennedy. Um, right. Who is Leon's handler? <laughs> what, is, what is her name? Quite clearly oh. doesn't have one. But. Yeah. What is her name? You know, she, she calls in all the time. What yeah, I know. Mean. I, I don't know the name. I just I finished playing her. the game and I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about the level of plot that Resident Evil 4 has, but I'm just oh boy. trying to remember. Here we go. Here we go. It's on the soapbox again. <laughs> uh, I'll get on the soapbox for Resident Evil 4. Yeah. All right. We know you will. Okay. I'm ready for it. I can defend myself. Oh, um, chat knows it. It's Hunnigan. How Hunnigan. does it escape me? I don't know. Huntington. Huntington? No, it's no. Hunnigan. It's definitely Hunnigan. Hunnigan? Not Huntington. That's close, Rick. No, it's, it's Hunnigan. Okay. Huntington is okay. too normal of a name for Resident Evil. Of course. Yeah, no doubt. Sounds Although, right. I'm Leon Kennedy, for God's sakes. So um let's get the super chat willow thank you as always random name with a 999 super chat Man. uh thank you random name morning everyone uh take two ceo and uh said gta 6 should be charged by the hour of content i'm assuming do you think it will be a subscription service or a hundred dollar base game would you pay for that what i have a couple of feelings on this one i would say a lot of games are already a hundred dollar base games right ubisoft has worked this model for a long time which is yeah. that Kind of the real game with everything that they put into it is $100 or $100 plus now. And I often buy that version of a game I'm looking forward to because that's where you get 
the season pass and you get the extras and everything else. I think this was more of a statement from the take two CEO of uh, aspiration. Like you should look out for it from the future, but I don't think GTA six is going to go wildly off book on the price. No, Uh, I do think that people show that they're willing to play for the GTA, GTA experience with GTA online and they'll continue to sell through for that. But I don't think they're going to make it a subscription because that would be crazy for what their current model is. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is yeah. taking a little out of context. Um, yeah. I mean, this game's going to make a billion dollars on launch weekend. Charging normal. Well, what's price, what's like, the quote, right? It's like it's something along the lines of longer games should be cost more. Yeah. More. Yeah. Like how can they continue to make money off of consume, you know, engagement, which they essentially that's what GTA Online is already. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. I, I was I was of the same opinion that it was just sort of a CEO speculating or talking shit and not really anything that we should be taking seriously in terms of what GTA six is going to be. Well, going back to Ubisoft, already. going back to Ubisoft, I do think they're going to learn that lesson, right? It really depends on the sales of things like Mirage. But I thought their scope got away from them from the price that they were charging anyway. And I've thought about this for a long time back in the 90s or even the early 2000s that Square Enix had a much worse model than, you know, Electronic Arts because they put in whatever time they do to make a Madden game and Square was building these RPGs and they were charging the same price. And that's good for us. Uh, and that's good for a market. You're going to expect that same price for a disc in a box. But it never made a bunch of sense to me that RPGs, you could get a lot more bang for your buck for the same price. So I think if I were pondering to a seat to an interviewer, that's the kind of thing I might ponder out into the world, but it doesn't mean I'm changing my prices. The market yeah. will support what the market supports. I did see that the Avatar game that comes out next month is 120 bucks in its most uh, advanced form. For like the, the yeah, the, I yeah. Think yeah, the gold, Ubisoft right? high ends, the Ubisoft high ends are 120 or 130 now, right? Because they used to be a hundred, and then they kind of incorporated the seventy dollar price into their high ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly. pretty pricey, honestly. One twenty, no doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Far Cry Six was the same way. Um, yeah, they've done that for a couple games, I think. All right, thank you, random name. Appreciate the super chat kicking us off here today. Um, let's go ahead, guys, and jump the over. Chats. They are fun what conversations. Were... They help pay. Yeah, for no, the... great. Yeah, the super chats. Uh, you guys do great with some questions on those and keep us uh, keep us going. Um, on the uh, let's jump over what we're currently playing. I know Hogue's got a list of notes. Uh, I'll I'll kick us off because a very I'm... short list. It's just a full. <laughs> note. I'll kick off because I've only been playing one new game that we haven't talked about, which is uh, which launched uh, this week actually, which is Persona mm-hmm. Five Tactica. Um, so that launched this week. Um, you know, we've joked a lot on this show about you know I'm not a big fan of kind of modern JRPGs. They don't do a lot for me, but Persona is kind of the exception for whatever reason. I just really love the style. I love the darkness to it. I love kind of what they do with Persona. So been looking forward to this one. And uh, I put a couple hours into it. Not long. Maybe an hour and a half, two hours. So I'm very, very early. But uh, I, I generally enjoy it so far. I didn't. And we were joking before the show. Hogue joked that we didn't know it was going to be kind of a full, quote, um, Persona game. But so far, it's kind of where it's leading. Leads into the story, a lot of narrative, kind of sets up the uh, entry-level tactics gameplay, if you will, and kind of, you know, intros you on how to work that. And then, uh, you know, layers in the Personas, which I think are pretty well done as well, um, at least so far. So, uh, you know, I got to the cafe and kind of had my conversations and set out. And um, like I said, I'm still pretty early. But uh, really cool. Love the art style, as always, with Persona. And I think the combination of, like, 
the I don't know the right word. You guys may have a better one. It's not really childish. It's more of childlike um, kind of chibi-esque art style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it works well here. Um, and I think they do a really good job with it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying it. I'm looking forward to putting more time into it. It's just another game, of course, on the long list of games. Uh, and then I made Did the you play Persona Five. Oh yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Do you beat I it? I actually never finished it, but I have mm-hmm. like 60, 70 hours in it. I'm always surprised oh. by anybody that finishes these games. Yeah, I think I have an 85 hour run in Persona Five Royal, but I didn't finish. Yeah, it's just, it. those games 110 so hours, man. The game's got like four endings. You think it's going to yeah. end, and then they just like throw 10 more hours at you, and you're like, God damn, man. I yeah. love Persona 5. I do look at that world and think that they, they kind of have a sad view of especially society, institutions, and adult relations with children, but uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, but it's a great game, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to playing more Persona 5 Tactica as well. I was surprised by how much narrative they put in. And then in pre-show, Travis said that they also put in that much of narrative in like the dance battle game. Yeah. Or the rhythm so, games, all their games. They, Persona they, they 5 is an interesting beast for them because even more than the rest of the Persona series, they seem to be building a universe around Persona 5 specifically and those characters popping in. And I, I think that was great to visit with them again at the, at the start of persona five tactica. I just wasn't expecting that much flavor for a tactics game. So yeah, if you yeah. like that, if you like persona five, I do recommend checking it out. I think it might be a little bit overly simple for a tactics game for me, but I haven't gotten far enough to see them put all the bells and whistles in. I'm so, the same way. Yeah. I mean, it I starts say, simple, but who knows how deep it gets. It's, I'm also early, <laughs> but I would not be surprised if it was just simple because that is sort of the persona five gameplay. I mean, the turn-based combat in Persona 5 is also like overly simple. Um, I actually played it before Royal came out, so a lot of my complaints might be outdated, but I beat that entire game, and I didn't like it as much as other Persona games. It's it's like dreadfully overwritten, especially if you actually beat the game. Like the last it's 50 hours were like, oh, man, they say the same things like 20 times, 20 different ways, and you're just like, geez, dude. Um, it does get less depressing, though, Hogue, at least in the ending. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really good at keeping their characters alive for a long period of time. Like they, each persona game gets like a decade of, you know, coverage yeah. with different yeah. games and little mini stories and retellings through Royal and stuff like that. I did hear that Royal fixed a lot of the complaints I had, but I, I got maybe like five hours into replaying it. And then I was just like, dude, this game is too long, but I am, I'm, I am playing Tactica and I, I think it's pretty good so far. So excited yeah. for that. Yeah. And it might finish yeah. off more simply it's just it's interesting right because you have this modern era of tactics games like this and mario versus rabbits and you can see some of the evolutions some of them go to making things more complex like mario and rabbits 2 uh this one seems to be simplifying things you know you have a you have a a square-based movement grid but it isn't requiring you to move in squares it has a kind of more freeform approach to moving your characters around and then it's a, a simple button press to, to fire your guns and whatnot at the enemy. But I think it's, I think it's well done. It, it'll be interesting to me to see how much it progresses from where it starts out. It only recently came out. So apologies that I don't have more thoughts on it. I actually got taken up with a different strategy game this week that came out on consoles recently, but has been a PC standard for a couple months now. I think that I really liked it is on my post-it note. Jagged Alliance three. Don't skip hmm. on it, folks. Great game. Jagged Alliance 3 is fantastic. It is a action movie 
uh, mercenaries head into the jungle to stop a bad guy type game. The kind of thing Dan likes to play in the Ghost Recon universe, uh, but it is a tactical, I wouldn't even say RPG, a tactical strategy game with specific characters that you hire as your mercenaries to specific contracts and is wildly open-ended across an island and country that gets, lets you choose where you want to go with your various crew. And when I say they're, they're individuals that you hire, they aren't just like XCOM people that are just bodies. They have their own stats, classes, and traits. And like the, the young American girl that can hide the best is named Mouse, and she has her own voice actress that talks like a mouse. And then there's a, I think there's a Polish strongman named Steroid who speaks nice. about killing the terrorists in Polish accents that are ridiculous. And it's very heightened and stereotypical from a kind of 90s action movie perspective. But okay. it is absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. So um, that, that was actually my favorite strategy game of the week. But I, I wanted to mention it because it is fantastic and it plays really well on console. Cool. And, Very cool. And do you think it should have been nominated for best strategies? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, that category no. is a train wreck. Yes, it is. We will, we will, we will certainly get there. We got a couple funny comments, Hogue. So, and and I know uh, Travis will appreciate this one. Hogue, Xenoblade Chronicle Three finishing in twenty twenty five. I feel like twenty twenty five is the year. Yes, <laughs> I started it back up in the middle of this year, and then got hit with Baldur's Gate and Cyberpunk two point oh and About Starfield. nineteen other games. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna open Fair that enough. bakery, Hogue. Bring you <laughs> Me home. and you are opening it together. Oh, it's good. We're gonna have all sorts. We're gonna of good. bring you home, buddy. You're gonna do it. <laughs> I think 2020. I forgot about that joke. It's gonna have be to beautiful. Be more like I get deeply into Infinite Wealth and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But by the way, your two games were Xenoblade Chronicles three and uh horizon forbidden west which horizon, neither of you yeah. guys finished no nope. even though you said you were going to and then mine was cyberpunk which i did finish so you yeah, you're fan of liberty yet i'll hold you to that one yeah but that wasn't the that wasn't even <laughs> i know an I apple know. in anyone's eye back i'm willing to accept that you're better at finishing games than me travis <laughs> that's true i have no responsibilities in life it's great <laughs> i get i get too excited about the next thing right yeah, so I'm the same way what else have I, I started playing? a new I started a new play of uh, Elden Ring yesterday, so that's where I'm at. Cool. Um, yeah. We have a we have another uh, comment for you here, Hogue. Uh, Sard oh, sure. asked a question. Can you ask Hogue if he's played Cultist Simulator? I've been trying I have. to get his attention. It's innovative storytelling and very cool. Oh well, I'm sorry that you have not gotten my attention on this question, Sardisms. That's my fault. <laughs> uh, yes, I love Cultist Simulator. Uh, it is a fantastic kind of engine to tell a story with cards on a field. And I recommend, I think the next game that that creator made is called something like Library of Hours. Uh, I think Cult of Simulator is yes. slightly better, but do check out the rest of those types of games because it's a very interesting way to go. Fantastic. All right. Um, keep on going, gents. I, I, uh, what else? Yes, no, I can keep on going because I don't think we were going to talk about this uh, on the schedule. But there was a Nintendo Indie World this week, yep. and a couple of games dropped off of it, and I bought them both because I love the Indie World stuff. I love the Switch. Uh, and these two games are Backpack Hero and Howl. Backpack Hero is essentially a kind of deck builder 
Slay the Spire type game, except instead of cards, you get items. And you put those items in a backpack that represents your inventory. Like think about Resident Evil 4 or something along those lines. Only the geography of the items can affect how they operate and exactly what they do to the opponents that you're facing in whatever dungeon you're going through. And you take that and you put on a, a village and light RPG components and you have backpack hero. Oh, also you are a uh, rat, a pack rat specifically. So if you always dreamed of that, if that's the fantasy for you in video games, backpack hero is there. If you like inventory management, puzzles, being a rat, all of that is available to you and more. The other game that I got from the Indie World Showcase is called Howl. And it is a, I think they say it's a living ink fable, but it's a strategy game that requires you to essentially say how you're going to go uh, up to six spaces ahead and try to imagine, forecast what the enemies are going to do and be ready for them. It's The premise is that you are a prophet and that you are prophesizing what your turn is going to be against what their turn is going to be. Um, but it's a very interesting kind of approach to strategy games. And I love this stuff from indie developers. I love novel approaches to these things. I can recommend that as well. Very interesting. Uh, okay. What else did I play? The Bluey uh, game. And by the way, sorry, Dan said he lost internet. He's trying to get back. So continue on. But, but how did he communicate that? I have questions about this story. <laughs> on his phone. On his phone. Oh, I see. So yeah, cell phone reception. coverage is different than internet coverage, huh? It is. We'll see. We live in the uh, Yeah. Some of the kids don't understand that, but, you know. <laughs> I had to explain that to my son. <laughs> it doesn't make a ton of sense. Wait, really? They don't understand that? They do not understand. Well, Whoa. I mean, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I've had conversations about the difference. Like my stepdaughter got a Wi-Fi only tablet a while ago. And she's like, yeah, I'll just take it on the road trip with us. And I'm like, it's not going to work. She's like, why not? I'm like, you're not connected to any internet connection. Like, it's not just not. She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I had to explain it to her. That. Come on, bro. Hotspot. No, no. Yeah, but that's that's where you're missing the point. Travis, you didn't right? understand. When you drop a hotspot, then the kids get yeah. more confused. Yeah, I, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. What else have maybe, I? Been maybe playing? it's because they've never had to worry about internet because they're just like, oh yeah, it's just always there. It's just in the no, air. it's always been there since they were young. Yeah. yeah, it's always connected. The Bluey video game. Really? Oh yes. Yeah, you're you're the only one that's going to talk about this on the show, Hogue. But go for Are it. Are you kidding me? Bluey. Well, none of us have young kids. I don't. My kids aren't that young. The whole family loves Bluey. <laughs> Bluey is the story of a family of cartoon dealer dogs in Australia, and Clearly. the Bluey video game is a video game version of that cartoon family. Interestingly, unlike other preschool-based games, your Peppa Pigs or what have you, it's a kind of sandbox game. So you get to explore Bluey's house. You get to explore the beach. You get to explore the park and pick up things like stickers and play games like keeping a inflated balloon up in the air across your family. So do check it out if you love Bluey. Uh, it okay. is pretty much exactly what you'd expect, but my family loves Bluey, so we picked that one up. Sounds and like then, a game that Travis may have to play. We'll see. Oh, yeah? The Bluey game? I mean, it's it's, it's fun, though. I mean... Yeah, yeah, you can't hurt me with that. Okay. No, I mean, I, I don't think we need to hurt him. It's just, I think, more something funny. But we'll I get also there. got the first Ghost Runner after Travis recommended Ghost Runner 2. I have to say, Travis, Ghost Runner is a little bit of a stretch for my hand right now. It's I about know. the edge of what I can do. 
Figured. Uh, but I'm working my way through it. The good thing about like, that one is it's low stakes. Like you die, you lose like eight seconds of progress. You know, you can it is. It's got rapid trying. reloads, and it's necessary because I think I died eighty times on the first level. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Mo, our good friend Mo, uh, loved Ghost Runner One. Died like over a thousand times, but you know, played it, beat it, loved it. But I think dying's part of that game, right? You're just continually do, rerunning yep. to figure out how to do it better. You just get hit, and then you reload instantaneously. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to be a cyber ninja. In a narrative I don't understand yet, uh, check out Ghost, Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner 1's story is one of its weaker points, but Ghost Runner 2 redeems itself in that regard. They put a lot more effort into it. So, Well, Ghost Runner, harder, Ghost Runner 1 was on sale in the PlayStation uh, Black Friday sale, hmm. which I think Black Friday sales now are just kind of in the neighborhood of Black Friday. So Yeah, it's like Black Month. Check that out. Basically. I picked back up with Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I may hold until Dan's back with us. Uh, the, but, uh, Gaiden, the, the new one? No. No, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is the Ichiban game. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah the original yeah. one. I know. Yeah. I know. The naming is ridiculous. No, I um I started playing Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and realized that there were bits and pieces that I thought were references and I wanted to pick back up in Yakuza like a dragon. So I downloaded that again and, and started that back up. Cool. So like I said, I'm easily Did distracted. Did you never finish it? No, never finished it. Oh, it's a good one. All achievements. I've also, I've also yeah. been picking up back with Crusader Kings three. It's always good to pick games that don't have endings. That really helps your backlog. <laughs> Crusader Kings three is amazing. I what a Crusader game. King. And, of course, Super Mario RPG. And I skipped a couple of these because they're not very interesting to talk about. But I have also started back up with Jurassic World Evolution 2 that had a DLC that I didn't have. Um, that's one of my favorite kind of zoo, theme park, building management games. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Sardinism says, I never finish games. Travis 100% them. That's the two kinds of gamers. Well, I don't usually 100% a game, but that was a game I was looking for more reasons to keep playing. I like didn't want it to end. And so I was like, what can I do? And I looked at the achievements and some of the achievements are like, you better play this game hell along. And I was like, nice. <laughs> I loved that game, dude. So I don't know how I don't know how Hogue you play so many games in a week. Is it like you play uh, each for like half an hour? ADHD, buddy. I have had an interesting year. I've had more. Oh, time. yeah. I mean, that's perfectly fair, too. Yeah. But and I use a number of these games. games for therapy, right? Like, I got Ghost Runner specifically to challenge myself. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. And those kinds of things. So, no, I, I but I, I love games. And as you can tell from my lists, I like different kinds of games. Just not PlayStation games. I've heard about you. We, we have that in common. <laughs> Just PlayStation games. Well, a lot of these I am playing on playstation so you could tell yeah, the impossible impossible I, <laughs> I did play persona 5 tactica on the xbox because it's on game pass it is on yeah, game well pass. i, yes, I work too. for ign so you know i must love sony because we yeah are and you hate xbox outlet. that's why you two balance that. each other out you know yeah for yeah. sure yeah. that's yeah. what i heard Wait, balance each other out aren't we both saying we both love sony and hate xbox isn't that what? oh yeah shit yeah, all right yeah, man, yeah. we gotta counter them then you know it's just versus all the screen just let me know 
I hear the switch defender, Dan. Travis and Hogue backstop each other too much. They aren't watching the show. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know how you could hear anything I say and think that I like Xbox or PlayStation. Not a fan, really. I'm amazed you like video games, Travis. (laughs) I'm amazed you like video games. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, Damn, Hogue. All right, that's a lot of games. Um. Travis, Dan, you guys play anything good? I'll let Dan go first because I'm sure yeah. you only play Hitman. No, <laughs> I did not only play Hitman. He's, he's, I'm sure. Did you finish uh, erase his name? Yeah. No, not even close. Oh. Okay. I don't close. I think that might be fifty percent through. Okay, and that's because there's a ton of sides though. Um, Were you the one who told me that you get a demo? Of yes, infinite wealth. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna play that game now. Like, yeah. I'm gonna beat it because I want to get that demo. Yeah, there's a part of me that wants to buzz right through it because it unlocks. I think at the end of uh... is that demo not available from the menu? I don't know. I never actually looked because Apparently I just right on the front menu. Oh, I don't ever it? get to you the just front have to menu. Buy it? Oh. No, you don't buy it. It just says infinite wealth, and it has some kind of phrasing. Well, I, mean, I mean, buy the just, game, just the demo for the. I was oh, told you maybe it does the game to I get the demo, to it, but if yeah. you can just play it from the main menu, that's awesome. Even better. Yeah. I have to go over there. I, I literally, anytime I start it up, I just hit like continue on my PlayStation, so I never mm-hmm. actually see a menu; it just pops up. Um, well, I think you were watching Dan, but I did mention that I picked back up with Yakuza Like a Dragon yeah. because. I was awesome. I was playing a little bit of the man who um, raised his name and thought I should go back. A couple of our c- couple of our chatters said it uh, does not let you play until you finish the game. It's locked. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. thank you I'm, guys. I'm like I'm like tempted to just like put that put that game. Yeah, I'm never playing the demo, break. so I'll just wait for the full game. Oh, that's fair, chat. I never tried to click it. No, I have no idea. I I, I literally <laughs> I didn't even look at the no menu. curiosity. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I want to play that, obviously, but you know, I I thought it was locked, so I just didn't even think about it and uh, decided just to go through it. There's a lot of stuff for such a small. Uh, what was supposedly I thought even last week I said I thought it was supposed to be like a, originally a DLC for uh, like a dragon, but it is it's there's a lot. But that's wasn't all. it actually supposed to be a DLC? Yeah, I think it was. And they just turned it into a full game. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, but the, the way they did it, I think they did it more with. Uh, like side activities, mini games, uh, and a lot of that different stuff. Uh, I, I don't know how meaty the narrative actually is. It's good so far. It's a lot of retreading. Playing. Yeah, but it's it's you know it's excuse me. There's a there's a lot of mini games. The 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 new hostess mini game. And when I say hostess, I don't mean <laughs> Twinkies. So normally I would. Uh, it is really kind of creepy. Uh, I'm not a it's it's weird because you're you're sitting there you you have to play through, I think at least one just to get through through uh, the main story, and they use basically live action, uh, models, and uh, you know it's all kind of pre scripted and you talk to them and you answer their questions and they're dressed very seductively, uh, and it's weird when you're sitting there playing and all of a sudden your wife comes over she's like what are you playing, and I'm like uh it's I have to get through this. I'm just telling you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to get through this to progress the story. I promise. And she's like, this is, yeah, he plays weird. it for the story. Yeah. I also, yeah, I also maxed out. Yeah. Uh, Kai. So, you know, that's just, that's the just Yakuza weird. games try to make you uncomfortable. In it, they make you super uncomfortable yeah. at times. And, uh, it was, it was not great. And then when you finish one of those and you get to the max level with this, uh, 
hostess, they have like a whole nother cutscene, and it's even more awkward somehow. I bet they do. It's, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Just go and, and if you want to play it, Travis. I've seen the screenshots and I'm like, oh, uh, it doesn't do it justice. It doesn't do it justice. It just makes you feel like just squirmy and creepy. And <laughs> what's funny know, is just like the full motion video era in the 90s, right? When you think about the 3DO and the CDI and things yeah. like that, had games that were specifically marketed for what you just described kind exactly. of creepy videos. Um, yep. And I remember like there was a game in the store for the CDI called Voyeur, which was just you looking in windows and various things to see people in their own habitats. And it was the only game that was like adults only. You can't you don't even look at this cover, Hogue. And I was like, OK. Um, but but you those kind of games existed. <laughs> he got the when platinum on that to- one. No, you looked at the cover. Yeah, it was wrong. Yeah. It. it was a slip case that was a keyhole to yeah. like people on a bed. Yeah, slip cases and keyholes. That's right. Uh, you dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> most disturbing phone call ever. Oh, I'm clipping that too. I've already got two clips for this episode. <laughs> That's all I've been playing. It's been it's been really good so far. Uh, I like Yakuza. Uh, I can do without that maybe, but uh, otherwise. It's funny, I was going to say that last week to you, Dan, because you were talking about the new game, and I love the main storylines of these games. I think they're very yeah. cool. I have never liked the side quest type stuff. The oh, there's a perv. And you got to get him with you got to hit him in the head with a drone or whatever. Yeah. I never like any of that stuff um, yeah. in the Yakuza games, and so it's good that you can take the whole package, as it were, and enjoy it all because that's one of the things that I really struggle with with the series. I mean, that is well, a funny. Big part I think of Japanese culture. Like yeah, I was gonna say. I think yeah. some people play the game for those those ridiculous situations, right? Yeah, they just <laughs> make <it> <laughs> I'm just trying to get them to make me shot pumpkin patch at some point during the game. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. It's really. <laughs> Go ahead, you I don't know if people even uh, those are our long-term viewers who remember these references at this point. Oh, wait, real quick, us, there, was, there was there oh, was a question uh, yeah. about Hitman. Actually, I saw in the chat from <laughs> He's never looking at the chat, what? but Hitman, his eyes were like. No, I, I was I was literally when my internet crashed. Uh, I was answering the question, and it just went. I'm anyway. sorry, I've I've lost it. Yeah, yeah, just. It's fine. Don't they worry. They probably about thought it. you Basically, had to go on a mission or something. It, it asks how, if I should be playing the main missions. It's the best way to play Hitman. That's a good way to start oh. off. Play through the whole main story. Go back maybe and play a couple other ones. You can start unlocking a lot of more more stuff that will will help you out further down the line. Uh, and then there's uh, Freelancer, which you can basically do whatever you want to. Um, and it's also really enjoyable. A lot of ways to play. Freelancer is like the rogue type mode. They added, right? Yeah. Right. Hundred okay. percent. Yeah, I tend so. to play the the current Hitman by going through and memorizing each level to the best I can before yeah. going on to the next one. Yeah, you can. I think you can level up twenty times in each level, and each one of those will give you some kind of bonus or item or something or unlock in that level where you can start as a different person or different or different area with a different costume. Um, all that will, you know, it, it's, there's a lot, a lot, lot, a lot of content, tons of it. So. You know, any way you really play it is kind of fine. You should honestly uh, talk about it more. Honestly, I, I feel like you 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 I have still an play it. I play it every our, week. 
us about Hitman. <laughs> Calm down, Cobain. Calm down. You know, I was going to make fun of you, uh, but I realized after starting a new character in Elden Ring, I want to say for the seventh time yesterday, yeah. that I'm basically Dan now with Elden Ring and Hitman. So, See? same thing. I think I've played but, through but, Act 1 of Baldur's Gate five times. So, <laughs> doesn't that feel good? Like, you've got that game that's just like... Yeah, it's awesome. It makes me feel right. good. 100%. Yeah. It does it now, Travis. Yeah. That's what I hear. <laughs> Do you guys see that? See? PlayStation fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Still. Uh-huh. It it's because they, they make you buzz. I love the Ghostbusters, Travis. <laughs> because they make you buzz. Don't say that. Don't say that, Ains. <laughs> Not with that wig. Don't talk about what makes people bust. What? You can't take me seriously? What are you talking about? Yeah, I just like how you advanced the reference to Cobain in case people didn't understand your first one, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> All it's, right, it's Travis, you said you got, you got games for us. Tell us. Yeah, I got games. I got games. Um, I uh, am reviewing Anacrusis, which gets a 1.0 release. Do you guys remember this game? Nope. No. Great. Maybe if I saw it. Fantastic. Uh, it's a uh, like Left 4 Dead type co-op shooter with episodes. And um, the big differentiator is rather than being zombies in a like creepy you know, uh, post-apocalyptic earth setting it's mm -hmm. in space and it's like disco era seventies silver age space. Aesthetic. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, like pretty cool. idea. It, it looks like a uh, death loop in space. Yeah. It's a pretty cool idea for a game in terms of, uh, aesthetic. Um, I do not have access to the 1.0 version yet, which is what I'm going to be reviewing. But as soon as I found out I was reviewing it, I went and started to play the preview version. Um, the preview version, so far as I can tell, is very similar to what IGN reviewed, I think a year ago, maybe over a year ago when it entered preview, uh, where they gave it a five out of 10. And based on what I've played so far, I would certainly agree with that review. I might even go a little lower. Um, I don't okay. think it's a very good game in preview, but I also said that about Grounded before Grounded 1.0 came yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. I ended up loving that game. So I'm hopeful that they've made progress, but I spent some time playing all of the episodes in their beta preview forms uh, just to kind of get a feel for the game and where it, where it's been uh, historically. Uh, and then I think I'm getting a code for the 1.0 like end of next week. Or I was going to say, it the, says official release is December 5th, so it's got to be soon. Yeah, I, th I think it's going to be pretty pretty soon here. Um and then, uh, yeah. Well, once once I have access to that, I'll, uh, I'll I'll be able to do my my full review. Looks um, pretty cool, actually. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's a, it's a cool idea for a game. I'd say just the the reason it I have not really been enjoying it too much in preview is, uh, you know, it's like Left 4 Dead with worse shooting mechanics, lower budget. Weirdly, the aesthetic, cool disco era stuff is like kind of lost on the game because you're just getting swarmed by generic alien creatures all the time and the world, the, the levels are pretty empty, even though they have like a cool look to them. So, and there's no story at all, just sort of drops you in there, at least in the preview. Oh, so okay. I'm hoping yeah. that they'll like add story, add an explanation for why the universe is the way it is and throw some more stuff in there. But in preview, it's like just a very, very bare, bare bones game. But again, this is kind of the cool part about early access is you got to assume that they're learning things and gathering feedback and improving the game and, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out when we get a 1.0. So cool. that's the next game I'm 
not the next game I'm reviewing. It's the next game that my review will be out for because I'm actually reviewing two games at the same time, but one of them has a long embargo and is a very long game. And that is Asgard's Wrath 2, which I can't really talk about. But um, it, that is a 60 plus hour open world RPG VR game. In um, VR? In VR. Wow. It's, it's open world. It's got companions, companion quests. Uh, you know, uh, it's got a Damn. separate uh, roguelike mode where you... Uh, can like Dark Souls style uh, leave your uh, sprite behind as an invader for other players or as a co-op partner for other players. Um, it's it's just a massive game, like absolutely massive. And so um, the review process is that for that has already kicked off, um, and I can't really go into the details, but it's going to be a, a a really long process. And then I think my review is in the middle of December. Uh, when when that'll be out. So in preparation for that, I'm also replaying Asgard's Wrath One, which I don't know if anybody here has played that, but that is a phenomenal game. It's like it, it was one of the first like big VR games. I think it even predates Half Life Alex, and I would say it's still today one of the most impressive uh, VR games. It's a full like RPG with you know multiple storylines and upgrades and side quests and stuff. It's just really cool. The what only drawback over is Norse that, mythology. What's that? What if I'm over Norse mythology? Yeah, I think they are too, because the sequel uh, kind of ditches Norse mythology, aside from the fact that Loki is in it. Like they, they, the first one is like all Norse mythology and you go in different ones. And then two, they start out with, uh, I can't talk about this because it was, I was going to stop you, Travis. You're not allowed to talk about two. I don't yeah. want you to get in trouble. I can talk uh, about this I, part because I previewed it, but the they start out with an Egyptian story where you're in deserts and there's like pharaohs and stuff like that and, and the uh, Egyptian pantheon. Uh, and then uh, they immediately ditch that for the se second character, which they've also already revealed, which is like an interesting like, um, what, do they, what do they call that vibe where it's like fairies and sprites and, Bay? you know, like, yeah, fae. It's kind of like a fae thing where you play a, an archer who all of her equipment is organic. So like you have a bow that's like living and all your uh, equipment is like other creatures that are cooperating with you. And also they don't make Rick and like Morty weapons. jokes, do they? They do not. Um, they do not. They don't talk to you at all. Actually. It's just sort of like a fey vibe. Um, no, I dig it. At least from, from uh, what I played in preview, they don't talk to and you. And that's um, a, that's a meta three exclusive. These, yeah, so number two is a meta exclusive because Senzaro Games got bought by Meta. They're now like an internal studio, and th those are the people that made like uh, um, Thieves in Time, the Sly Cooper game, and you know yeah, they're yeah. a pretty pretty great studio. And Meta scooped them up, I think, after Asgard's Wrath because that game is like really good. But um, yeah, I'm replaying Asgard's Wrath one, and I think I'm like 20 hours into it. It's a pretty massive RPG, so I'm gonna try to get through it before. Um, you know my my uh, Asgard's Wrath two review really. really well, after your Nexus further. review, I was thinking about getting a Meta three. You'd recommend that? I do, honestly. I think the the Met, the Meta Quest three is worth buying because a it comes with Asgard Wrath two bundled in, so you get that game, and that's like their flagship. And the Nexus is an exclusive, and Nexus is like a reason to buy that headset. I mean, it's a damn good game. Um, your review was very it, convincing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I really had a good time with that. That's the other one I wanted to talk about because I think this is the first uh, um, show that I can actually talk about it, right? The embargo lifted on Thursday. So uh, thank you for reminding me. Um, Assassin's <laughs> Creed Nexus is a uh, fully realized Assassin's Creed game in VR. 
Um, it is a 20, 15 hour story, 20 hours worth of like content. If you're taking your time and doing like the museum tours and side quest stuff. Um, and it super nails like the parkour, the climbing, jumping from building to building. And it doesn't make you motion sick while you're doing it, which is phenomenal and crazy. And the fact that it's completely wireless means that you don't have to worry about spinning in place as you're jumping from different ledges and worry about the cord wrapping around you. Um, and stealth is also amazing. Like just creeping down the streets and tailing people and like ducking behind, you know, crouching, getting on all fours and <laughs> to avoid notice and stuff just works so well in VR. Um, and the story is honestly not bad. Like it, it, for the caliber of stories that have been in Assassin's Creed games lately, I would describe it as much better than those, to be honest. Um, and so a little generic, you know, there's like a MacGuffin that, that Abstergo is trying to get and you have to stop them and all that. But um, it does some really cool stuff with AR where like if you are playing in the MetaQuest 3, suddenly you'll be back in your living room and there's like story beats that happen while you're outside of the Animus, um, which is cool, which is really cool, including the ending. The ending is so uh, creative. They just do some really cool stuff with it. Um, and then the shortcomings are... Uh, because it's on the MetaQuest 3 and it's a fully um, wireless device, there are some technical limitations. There's pretty long load times in between anything that happens. Faces don't really look great. It's some of the more like low res character models in VR, which isn't really new to VR, but compared to some of the wired games that you might see on like the PSVR 2, it's definitely a step down. Um, and that's just the nature of the beast with it being a fully wireless game, yeah, uh, wireless yeah. headset. And then also um, combat sort of feels like an afterthought. It's uh, it's not very good, even for like VR standards. It's sort of just like, honestly, th I feel this way about other Assassin's Creed games, non-VR ones, like just people kind of standing around <laughs> you waiting and then they attack one at a time and you just block and strike back. And so um, all the combat sections, especially when you're playing in ancient Athens as Cassandra, like there's just a lot of combat in that storyline because it's a war story. And so you're kind of just like, all right, let's get back this. I want to go back to the parkour <laughs> stuff and doing leaps of faith into hay. Um, so yeah, I ended up giving it a three uh, out of out of ten. Um, Rick Davis asks, "Can I confirm or deny that the bleeding effect is real? Can I climb a building and do eagle dive in real life now?" I'm pretty sure I can. I feel pretty well equipped for that. So um, <laughs> going to try it after the show. Uh, did you say you gave I don't it know a that three I... out of ten? So did I say three out of ten? You said you three. Did. Oh, whoops. I might have been reading a comment or something. I give it a seven <laughs> out of ten. It's a good game. Okay, I was uh, like, you were telling us yeah. it's good, and then you said a yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoops. Whoops. I wasn't going to yeah, correct no. him on his number. Whoops. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I give it a seven out of ten, which uh, means good, not great. I, you know, I could have gone between a seven or an eight. Ultimately, I think some of the drawbacks uh, brought me uh, to a seven, but um, uh, it, it's it's a very good game, and I think if you're at all interested in VR, like that kind of the cool thing about it is even if it's not the best VR game I've played this year, um, it really is the reason I, I started playing VR games again. Like I previewed that game a month ago and when I played it, I was like, damn, I forgot how VR. cool VR could be. And I yeah, just sort of jumped back into Synapse. it. Yeah. I actually ended up finishing Synapse this week because of my sort of new. Synapse is cool, man. Yeah. My re my re uh, ignited interest in VR. And I also want to play the, um, the roller coaster um, VR game that's made by the Dark Picture Anthology guys. Do you do you guys know about that? That's a piece of I do. I, I have that switchback. I can't remember which switchback. Switchback. Switch switch yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I want to play that one too. I bought it and I'm I'm excited to play it. But VR sort of on a roll here at the end of the year, which I think was the yeah. last thing we were missing from our Infinity Stone year that is 2023, right? We were sort of missing some really high quality VR games. And if Asgard's Wrath 2 is as good as it previewed, I think it's going to be um, really cool. So yeah, I've been getting back into that. I'm very close to beating um, Talos Principle 2. I've sort of just been playing that when I have like a spare 30 minutes yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Talos is so I, fun, but it hurts. Yeah, I'm just, blo I'm blowing through that game, man. It's like, the puzzles are i just have such an appreciation for good puzzle games because i once uh i heard a talk <laughs> at um the uh gdc game developer conference where uh i can't remember which studio it was but somebody who makes puzzle games was talking about how hard it is to make puzzle games because there's no like universal language for puzzles like basically yeah. every game has to teach you how to do their kinds of puzzles and so it's not so much teaching them like logic or like how to do puzzles it's basically just getting the player on the same wavelength as the people that made the game and so once you guys are speaking the same language then you can like increasingly make those puzzles more complicated and the process of like deciding what your vibe is and how your puzzles are going to work and then explaining that to the character to the player without explaining it to them like them just sort of like figuring it out by doing more and more advanced puzzles is something that I'm just so kind of like taken aback by. Like I, I'm in awe when people get that right, because it just seems so difficult. That's um, puzzle so games, right? I mean, I was thinking about that while I was yeah. playing Talos is that it's another language and you're figuring out what this laser does with this thing and how that works. And you're, you're yeah. the puzzles in Talos principle are primarily you figuring out what the rule set is. And yeah. then mostly, and I, I think I said this on a prior show, they took out completely the notion of, and Portal uses this a little bit, of like Twitch <laughs> agility as a function of the puzzle. So they have very kind of hard and fast rules for what you can do vis-a-vis -vis when you're off a button and you can't sneak through uh, yeah. doors. You're not trying to sneak through anything. You're not trying to figure out the game that way. And it's just a fantastic game. And, and more than Talos Principle 1, I want to say narrative, but it's really color. It has so much color and kind of world flavor to what it is that you're doing. And they constantly have your team of explorers call you and, and have emails sent to you and things that are just informing your process of going through this really interesting question. Like if you're into puzzle games as it is, I think you're going to be interested and invested in what's happening in the world of Talos Principle 2 to motivate you to get to the end it's a really 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 strong game yeah it's really cool so i'm i'm coming close to the part where i assume i'm gonna have to go do like the uber difficult puzzles probably the they're probably optional the gold puzzles um, i haven't started those yet but the i'm getting really close oh, man yeah i'm getting really close to the part where you have to start doing those so i assume those are going to be brutal um but i i honestly I, i'm not having trouble with the game i'm sort of blowing through it and it's just been like a fun like way to pass the time but it's not uh, even it, a humble it, brag folks it's just a brag just, oh i'm just blasting through <laughs> too. well i mean i'm blasting through it but i haven't gotten to the gold puzzles yet so that's not really that much of a brag i the, <laughs> i'm doing all the optional ones like the it's the, not easy yeah i mean i don't know i i think they I do had such a good job this the, year but it's still not easy <laughs> <laughs> the hell of a preface <laughs> um yeah 
but yeah, no, I, I'm just having fun with it, man. That that game is just like my chill, like relax game because as you pointed out, there's no like Twitch skill or whatever. It's literally just like no, and the you, music is super chill. If you're on the same vibe as them, if you understand their language, you will figure out puzzles eventually. And so I don't have any like stress about it. I'm just sort of like, yeah, there's a solution here. I just need What's to What's funny is Talos does my favorite thing, which is that I cannot figure out a puzzle, right? And then you walk and you say, you know what? I'm going to try a different one. And you go and you think the, the next three are really easy. And you're like, why are these so easy? And that one was stymieing me. And then you go back and you solve it in 10 seconds. If you give your brain a little time to percolate on these puzzles. Talos Principle 2 is my favorite puzzle game in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's awesome. Um, and I'm playing other games too. I'm, I'm, uh, this was one of the only weeks where I didn't have any active reviews. I'm sort of getting my ducks in a row. And so because of that, I've just basically been able to um, like just play a bunch of games that I want to play and I'm catching nice. up on stuff and it's cool. But uh, I know this is already gone an hour or currently playing. So um, I will end it there, but I'm playing a lot and I'm very excited about the the reviews. I have. We play up. a lot of games as a combined we unit do. here, I would say. So and also the talking fact- about the fact that I have two reviews left for the year means I will be tying myself for 25 reviews. Nice. The same amount I got last year. So I'm going to get there, which is cool. That's Very a lot of reviews, man. No doubt. There's a lot. I can't even imagine. Time. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, I think I've done 10 this year, and that felt like a lot. So 10 is, is a lot. Crazy. 10 <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a crap load. That's like more than most most editors <laughs> that I've done, probably. You heard it here for Oh, first. I didn't get to talk about the Remnant DLC. half crap loads. I did play one uh, DLC before it came out, and it's uh, it's it's great. I'm I'm I have not played it since it went live, but uh, I'm yeah, cool game. I'm hearing good things. Yeah, I mean underrated. Yeah, I mean I've heard it's a good action game. You know what I mean? God damn it! (laughs) All right, that's a great that's a great segue, honestly, to Game Awards because like the fact that that was nominated for best action game, not best action RPG, is offensive to me. Oh Oh, my god! Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. We got an RPG, but you know what is Lies of P, a game with almost (laughs) no RPG elements for sure. Uh, (laughs) We we'll get there. It's an action stuff. No well, doubt. Let's talk about our our game of the year nomination awards. How yes. are those going? Oh man, I'm excited. After all um, of us, I'm excited. <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that all of you guys tied for first, for second for first place with three—that's crazy, dude. <laughs> it's kind of what we figured would happen, right? Like three of us got three right, and one of us got two right. So here is the official uh, game of the year nominees. I'm sure everyone's seen these, but I'll throw them up. Um, so Alan Wake 2 did make it, but of course the big, I think, surprise on this panel anyway is it did not kick off Resident Evil 4. They both made it, um, along with choice. we knew Baldur's Gate through in Tears of the Kingdom would make it. I think most of us thought Spider-Man would. I think Wonder and Resident Evil 4 are the bigger surprises here, um, but, you know, um, yeah, here we are. So this is six. I, I think I knew Wonder would make it once I played it. I, yeah, I just don't think you could have bet that, that it was, was one that I regretted before. not not thinking. I mean, I didn't even know it was a game when we did this thing. I was like, "What is yeah, this?" Yeah, I, I don't think. I, I, mean, like, a lot of, like, I didn't think some of these would come out. You know what I mean? Like then, yeah, just yeah. So long and the short of it is, we all got Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, the, the, those three guys got Baldur's Gate three, obviously. Me, Hogue, Dan got Spider Man two. Um. And then I feel um, a little guilty for that too. So I mean, we could talk yeah, about Resident Evil 4 but like 
I don't even think Resident Evil 4 is the least deserving on this list. <laughs> I do. But but Spider-Man 2 is a close second for sure. I think Resident yeah. Evil's less less deserving though. So uh we're going to get into this. So we're going to uh we'll talk about our bet. Uh we're also going to go through all the categories of the game awards um and pick we're going to make a new bet where we're going to pick the winner of every category including like esports coach and stuff like that. So to be we'll clear, to be clear Ains, for you and for the chat, right? These are not our personal picks for these categories. This is who no. thinks going to win. Yeah, who we think is going to win for sure. Mm -hmm. So just before we do that, let's get these couple super chats out of the way. Debbie W's here. Debbie W with hey, a $20 w. super chat. Uh, Power Wash Sims Back to the Future pack is out. All the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Nice. Uh, Wild Players. Uh, Twitch drops for White Riding Camel are live until Tuesday morning. And the 19th anniversary event is live. For Azeroth. For Azeroth. In fact, it's funny you bring up WoW, Debbie, because that's one of the ongoing games I've heard the most kind of complaints about that it wasn't listed. Because WoW has been, from what I hear, I don't play it, but from what I hear, they've been on fire lately. Um, yeah. And I, it not being I, listed, uh, people were complaining about. The ongoing game category is another train wreck. So I know. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of train wrecks in these categories, believe me. But I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, cool to hear about the Back to the Future pack, too. The nostalgia there was definitely cool. Thank you so much, Debbie. Appreciate you. I want to hear more about this. I like Power Wash Simulator. What is the Back to the Future pack? You watch DeLoreans? Yes. Yeah, it has all the licensed content from Back to the Future, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah there's. I don't know the full details, but the DeLoreans in it, I'm sure there's other stuff, too. Um, you have to wash Debbie, the manure off of Biff. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to comment what's in there don't, don't super chat again but <laughs> um and console peasant in the house yes Ains reminds me uh me more of <laughs> yeah me too well well played console peasant yeah. well played. Yeah. unrelated to the cosplay agreed yeah. <laughs> all i know is you're gonna have a ton of like costumes by the end of the year you're gonna be good to Dude. go You've been doing and we all say is like if you didn't know, my wife and I dress up for Halloween every year in something different, and we've saved those costumes for many years. We have tons. I like to think there's a costume box right off camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sure those costumes are for Halloween. Ages. Yeah, right. Exactly. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Right. Halloween. Card. All I know is every time I try to look up uh, Ains's skirt, he calls me a pervert and covers it up. So. <laughs> and Dan just thinks it's part of the Yakuza series. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. A normal Yakuza thing. Do a cameo. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Console Fest. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So, game of the year. So, long story short, um, in the end, Tra or excuse me, me, Dan, and Ho got three correct. Travis got two. And so, we we have not picked the game yet, but we're going to kind of come together and pick a game that Travis has to play. Obviously, Travis having a reputation of playing bad games to begin with. Um, we don't feel we can really hurt him here, yeah. but I'm sure we could find something to arm. for him to play. Put saw blade to arm. You can't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Luke someone, Cage, baby. Um, Luke Cage. Someone named um, Ainsley Bowden uh, submitted a video for us to play to memorialize this occasion that I'm going to share wow. with you now. Great. Um, Production value. And our, and our audience. So uh, in honor of you, my friend. Because I know a lot of people who are on the panel. I don't know. I think Resident Evil 4 could be up there. Oh, that's not going to get nominated, but I think it shouldn't. Travis, you're the only one who does not have Spider-Man 2. I, I, st I stand by that. Just oh, I would love that. I'm, I'm deep Alan, Alan Wake, Wake floor. some of the best writing in video gaming. And if Alan Wake 2 is remotely as good, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. 
and none of us put it on our game of the year list of course we didn't it's I, not gonna, I, it's not it just isn't i'm sorry <laughs> it's so amazing if any remaster gets nominated i'm gonna be pretty fucking oh sorry i'm gonna be pretty i'm gonna be pretty disappointed <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys if, if, we all if have i i'm not gonna get the ball i'm not gonna get last place like i'm very confident of that if, if we all if have I, i'm not gonna get the ball i'm not gonna get last place like i'm very confident of that very confident of that <laughs> all things i said all right before we That's talk about how wrong i was fantastic before we talk about how wrong i was here's stuff that was not included in the uh, video that i'm very proud of one i was yes. right on the money about diablo 4 not getting nominated you were Everybody you were yes crazy and i said listen i know the people who nominate people in the, the i think the very next sentence after that was included in the clip was i know people who nominate and they do not play arpgs and you I, did i, 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 I will give I you like, i don't think that game's credit. gonna get nominated yeah uh the other one uh that i said i didn't think was gonna get nominated was uh starfield which starfield was on my list originally but once i played the game i was like that game is not gonna show up on the list you did i i called that one as well so i think there was some stuff like and the things that i was wrong about i'm like i'm glad that i was wrong about them right like resident evil 4 should not be on the list spider-man 2 should not be on the list there were better <laughs> games that came out this year i, so I don't think any of us are disagreeing with you I yeah mean, we all the agree fact on that. that i was wrong on that it's like not that bad and also you guys won by one game so like <laughs> we're all pretty wrong like hey, was, yeah it doesn't matter if it's an inch or not you know an inch or mile I, 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 I lost and i i lost and i own that but i'm i'm proud about how i lost because i was right <laughs> about so many things i was right about diablo 4 starfield like i'm chilling i'm not i'm not i'm not even worried about this one so oh my god you you, you have no idea how funny it was creating that video because one over the past like five days i've been doing other things and listening to our old shows at one and a half times speed um to try and find the clips of when we were talking about the video game awards because I don't track it, right? So I went through like 10 episodes and then I saved the videos, moved them to my computer to edit them. They were in the wrong format from my iPhone. So I had to do it again and find them all again and save them all again. Um, so that little one minute video you just watched probably took me like several hours worth of time to actually put together, but it was worth it. Just seeing right. the cuts, I knew that took a long time. So <laughs> I also love that the clip from last week was at 1.5 speed, the episode where we were talking. I know, I know. I couldn't. I yeah, I, I went to edit good. it, and then it just turned out really odd. And I'm like, oh, this one's going to be faster. By the way. I mean, that kind of is appropriate if you've watched the episode where we're talking about playing at double speed. And stuff. <laughs> kind of, I, I thought it was on purpose. I thought you were doing no. like an illusion. I was like, oh, that's a good callback. This hair, man. Um, the funny thing is, I got used to listening to the episodes at one and a half times speed, and it sounds normal now. I agree with everyone else. Like once you get used to listening to it at that, it sounds normal. It's quite funny. It, um, if you're watching like a premiere or a live video, and you're watching to speed up to get to live, and then you get there, it sounds like everybody's drunk. Yeah, it, sounds like you you're slow motion. Hear everybody going slowly, and you're like, "What? That's not right." <laughs> but anyway, Travis. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we'll figure out a game for you to play. All jokes aside, but let's go ahead and get into. Can I make a suggestion. Yeah. And I know, like, choose your own punishment is never really like a good form, but I still have not played Gollum. <laughs> it was down to ten bucks last week too. 
I saw that. Yeah, I still have not played it. I'm just saying I don't even own it. So I mean, that one's been on my list of like bad games. I've I feel like I have to play, and I don't know if I will at this point unless I'm forced to. So I mean, that's a, that's a suggestion. I could oh, there play is King the King Kong. Kong game. Yeah. Fair warning. I would love to play the King Kong game. Also, that's that a publisher game mill. They came out with a game this week called Walking Dead Destiny. Destiny. Yes. It and, looked uh, like a big trailer. It looks horrible and uh that game is uh that game it's made by the same people that made the avatar last airbender game that was a four out of ten the king kong game that was a three out of ten and nerf legends two years ago that was a two out of ten so this publisher is just like shoveling out really well-known ips that they get licenses for and they're just creating like hot did you say they're called game mill they're literally called game mill entertainment Yes. Yep. Yeah, it is in the name. And so yeah, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty brutal. Um yeah, so one of those games, I mean, I've already played the Avatar one. King Kong sounds terrible. I, I hear it's only four hours though. Gollum seems like the worst punishment because I think it's like a full game, but it's probably you don't have to finish it. We said that like oh, okay. it can be too long. Yeah, like you don't Gollum. have to finish it. But Walking um, Dead game seems like it's worse than all those though. Maybe not King <laughs> Kong. King Kong is probably worse, but yeah. We'll think about it. Sometimes though, in, in all fairness, sometimes like my biggest problem with games are like the the fours and the fives. Like sometimes playing a one or a two is actually comical because it's so bad. It's just funny. You know what I mean? Whereas like trying to play something that could be good, but has a whole bunch of issues is, uh, is more frustrating to me. For me, the, the six review is the hardest to write a game. That's just okay. Yeah. You don't it's have like, super, you don't have super strong yeah. feelings either way. You're just kind of like, I mean, it exists, you know, that's yeah. really hard to write like 2000 words for um, by the way, uh, before we get into all these categories, we're sitting at just under or just about 300 concurrent across our channels nice. here. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. We're going to have a lot of fun with these Game Award picks. Um, so let's go ahead and get over to those. But we have a we have a super chat from a Thomas Hogue. I have heard of this gentleman before. Oh. We're going to ha- go ahead and get to it. Oh, look yes, at that. this is my dad. It is his dad. <laughs> Lol. The 999 super chat. Your show, uh, your show is outstanding. Great analysis, fun commentary, and just the right amount of disagreement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you love to see my son at full speed. You should see him at six times speed. Thank you all for standing <laughs> by him. He's worth it. We agree. Nine ninety nine super chat. That is your allowance this week, Hogue. That's all you get. <laughs> I, I just get the seven dollars after the YouTube cut. Yeah, after yeah. Apple and Google take their cut. But yeah. thank you, Papa Hogue. Uh, and Hogue, I will tell you. In in that vein, going back several months of videos and trying to figure out all this stuff even from june it was noticeable to now like your progression like it's it's pretty remarkable my friend for real i believe it i've only gone back and watched the february show where i came on and i was like oh i'm so slow so i i I can believe it we just watched those shows at two times speed (laughs) <laughs> thank you papa hoke uh midnight jury thank you for the uh, one membership over on season gaming side uh, always thank generous you. thank you nice. and debbie w I, debbie i appreciate the super chat you didn't have to super chat again to explain it for us but i do sincerely oh. appreciate it the ten dollar super chat debbie is back the back to the future uh pack has doc's van from the first game or movie uh in the parking lot delorean also in the 1985 parking lot the 1955 clock tower Nice movie theater from two and the train from three. That's pretty no, cool. So no biff though. I will wash <laughs> all of those things. Yes. <laughs> you will. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty our washing cool. is surprisingly relaxing. 
It is. It's cool. I know a lot of people talk about playing that as their relaxing game. No joke. Yeah, it's crazy. Ah, I said something popped my head. I got to stop playing Yakuza. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> Debbie, thank you so much uh, for the Super Chats today. All right. Awesome. For real, we're going to actually get into these categories now. So let me share my screen. Let the game Guys, so what, Yeah, so basically what we're going to do here is we're going to go category by category. Make sure we get this working properly. Let me get that off of there. How's that look? We good? Beautiful. Let's do our disclaimer. Oh, one no, we're just time. going down the list, though, so it's a lot easier. Disclaimer one more time. These are not the things we think should win. These are the things we think will win. Correct, correct. And just I'm going to have to be typing in a spreadsheet, so I'm going to go mostly on mute back and forth, so just bear with me here. Um, so um, I'll this go. Is like the, I, this is like the middle of the nominees, right? What is your uh, order? Well, it's the order in which I saved them off their website. So it's, okay. yeah. Nice. So just bear with me. I'll go first on these, and then we're going to go Dan, Travis, Hogue. Dan, Travis, Hogue. So uh, accessibility, I'm going to go, and, and I have no idea, to be honest with you, on any no of these. Problem. So um, I'm going to go Spider-Man 2. Uh, I will do the same. I will also say Spider-Man 2. Right, I'm after Travis. I have to remember this in my head. Um, <laughs> Ains, if you would, can you... Switch me and Travis in the vertical here. Just yep. Drag them. Um, Promotion. <laughs> I, I was also going to go with Spider-Man 2, and I don't have any idea what the accessibility features are of any of these. My basic rule when looking at these nominations is that if they got nominated, they passed whatever threshold was necessary to get the nomination in the category vis-a-vis -vis the game awards. And then I try to think about the politics and what I know about these companies. And so Spider-Man two follows Sony kind of pitching their accessibility functions for a long time, especially with the last of us series, quite frankly. But I think that that will bear fruit here again, because I think for the most part, the voters are going to be voting on this. Like we are looking at it going, I don't know, but I know Sony is known for their accessibility. So I'll go with Spider-Man two. That was a lot yeah, to get it's, to. The it's same overwhelmingly answer, my like, well, yeah. Well, he's right though. Once the nominations are done, it is like a lot of, uh, it's it's public public opinion, and I think Spider Man Two just has clout with, with yeah voters. So. Yeah, because honestly, in all seriousness, I think Forza's a, a black sheep there because Forza you can literally play like I know people with Paul, the gentleman Cerebral Paul, who has uh, Cerebral Palsy, can play Forza and race competitively. Um, Steve Saylor, the blind gamer, uh, he can play Forza competitively. So, like, they've done a tremendous job in accessibility on the on the uh, Xbox side as well. But I just think exactly what Hoke said. I think from a voting perspective, I think Spider-Man will win. Yeah, nobody's going to vote right. for a car game, unfortunately. Yep. Here's your uh, fantastically categorized category here, which is action adventure, in which you get four of the Game of the Year nominees plus Star Wars. Um, <laughs> this is I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to pick uh, oh god I'm going to pick Zelda you know, I'm, going, I'm, I'm not even thinking about my picks I'm just I'm just throwing darts I mean yeah at this point this is basically what it is I'm going to take on week two okay. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so my calculus here is that I think this was the only category Star Wars was nominated for and I think some people by the time they get to this category are going to be tired of voting for Tears of the Kingdom and Spider-Man and they're going to hit Star Wars just to yeah, very well could be. yeah you going star wars i'm going star wars yep nice. okay. sorry for the couple clicks like i said guys i'm typing these in in real time so just no, you're fine you hear the clicks i apologize alan wake two 
All right. Good choice. I feel like Hogue's going to be on an Allen Wake 2 kick here. What do we got? Uh, now we got the big separator. We go from action adventure to action, of course. Which, what a crazy uh, category this is, by the way. And this is talk about throwing darts. I think that's what they did when they picked these. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, these, I didn't look through these like at all, really. I isn't this isn't this crazy, this Dan? Just first reaction. <laughs> like Hi-Fi Rush is an action game. Remnant Two is an action game, not an action. Yeah, action RPG. Yeah, crazy. it's 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 very odd. I don't I don't know it. Who knows? But uh, I'm going to go Armored Core 6 on this one. All right, I'll do Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. I sh I I think Armored Core 6 is going to win, but I'm, I just cannot bring myself to not select Remnant 2 for this category, so I'm going to select Remnant 2, and I'm probably going to lose on this one. I right. am I'm going to select Armored Core 6, and I'm going to be voting for Dead Island 2. Perfect. Okay. All right. Great category, VGAs. Good job. Best adaptation. <laughs> oh, believe me, we haven't even gotten to the ones that we're going to have no clue tough. on yet. I'm going to go... I think I'm going to have to go... Uh, in my mind, it's going to be Mario or Last of Us. Um, yeah, of course. I... My heart says Mario. My logical side says Last of Us. Um, I'm, I'm going last the opposite, so I'm gonna do Mario. Okay, okay. I'm going LOU. You're going Mario. Gotcha. I'm gonna go Mario as well. Okay, I'm gonna go Last of Us. I think everybody on the panel has the exact right distinction. It's gonna be Last of Us or Super Mario. I probably would say <clears throat> my favorite of this group is Twisted Metal. Twisted um, Metal was just fun, like it was goofy as hell, but it was fun to watch. It was My stupid. idea is, uh, I think Mario just had more, like I just remember it making a bigger splash, whether it's like the audience. meme and the Jack Black song going viral, and I, I think that's a billion think, dollar movie. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I think it's absolutely. I, I just tend to think that voters get into a mindset that said, "Well, The Last of Us is the is the serious thing, and Super Mario is just a cartoon from Illumination, which is good, but it's it's an Illumination cartoon." So yeah. that's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. No. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm 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 already partially regretting my vote, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, most anticipated game, which uh, you know, again throwing darts here. Um, I think um, for me it would be like a dragon, but of this list it would be like a dragon. But I think Star Wars is going to win this one. Interesting. Final Fantasy will by a long shot. Me too. You going Final Fantasy, Dan? Yeah. Okay. If, it, if I were picking, I've I voted for Hades too, but I uh, I'm gonna go Final Fantasy for my prediction. Okay, Star Wars Outlaws. Yes, my personal sir. is Final Fantasy Rebirth. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hades two is great. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that too. Um, I think Hades two will be great. It's just too ephemeral. You're right. I don't think it's gonna win the category. I think I think and, Final Fantasy will. And, and by the way, how is Hollow Knight Silk Song not on here? Like. Because Nobody it was supposed to be out by the time of the category. <laughs> we had two years ago. That's <laughs> Come on. All right. Best AR VR. By the way, VR games only exist on PSVR 2, in case you didn't know. Oh. Um, oh, by the way, this is an insane category right now. <laughs> like, this, is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know anything about any of these games at all. That's what makes it fun. Um, I, 
I think it's going to be GT7 or Synapse, but because Synapse is more unique and cool in the sense of VR, I'm going Synapse. That's the only one I've heard of uh, outside of, you know, I've never heard of Humanity. And the other ones seem like just extensions of regular IPs. So I'll just do Synapse. I, I honestly don't even know how Call of the Mountain's on here. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, that's, so uh, I that, that is a damn shame. Um, yeah. But I actually think... Sorry, Dan, I mean, what was your I, pick? Synapse. Synapse. Okay, sorry. Unfortunately, I mean, obviously, I would not be voting for... God, this is such a terrible category. Uh, <laughs> I I think Resident Evil might win, but I'm actually going to take a chance on this one and say I think Humanity will win. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. No matter who wins, Humanity's not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> we I all mean, win. Hey, true. That is fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to vote for Synapse. I think okay. Synapse probably is my favorite VR game. Although it might be the little jigsaw puzzle game that I play often on this on the uh, Sony VR2 to tell you how I've been interacting with that. Um, Synapse is a lot of fun, so I'm going to go Synapse with Synapse. Is very cool. Very we well will done. all get this one wrong, and it'll be Resident Evil. No, I think Just Village has a good chance. If I had to pick uh, one of the IP ones, I would say Village. Call of the Mountain, no way. I like Humanity. Humanity is a good puzzle game. It's very much Lemmings. Uh, GT7 is extremely well done in VR. I will say that. I just don't know if, if I don't that's going to win. I think it's got the same it. car game problem. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Um, mm. Best art direction. Um, sorry for the typing. What? I keep saying that. I know. I just feel bad. Um, what do we got here? Uh, I'm going Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Alan Wake 2. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm between Hi-Fi Rush and Super Mario Wonder. Okay. I'm going to go Super both, Mario Wonder. Both beautiful games, honestly. Yeah. Wonder? Alan okay, cool. Wake 2. This might be the easiest vote I have today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our direction. I like Audio Super Mario Wonder looks. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think, I think, I think, I think maybe the panel's under underestimating the uh, Nintendo lobby when it comes to these voting <laughs> voting bodies. Nintendo shows up. Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't be the first time at all. Um, this one was funny. I talked about this one the other day. So I've, I've, I haven't played Spider Man two, so I can't speak to that. I've played the other four. Um, it's a shame because Hi Fi Rush obviously is based around audio, right? So you would like to think that that kind of helps it a little bit. But in terms of audio design, like Dead Space was remarkable in terms of like its directional audio. Um, Alan Wake 2 is up there as well. Sadly, if I'm a betting man, I'm just, I'm picking Alan Wake. I just think Alan Wake's going to sweep a lot of these awards. Um, even though I don't necessarily think it's the best one in this category. Man, now, who votes on these, man? What be the people? These are, this, we well, don't know. They, this isn't no, like a... a it's a it's like a percentage is people vote and then a percentage is uh the panel vote and like the panel vote is like four to one or something versus yeah. the people vote something like that. All it's right. the people that came up with this nomination list. So use that. <laughs> so Alan Wake two. Then I will say that. Okay. That. I'm also going to say Alan Wake two, and I actually think it deserves the win in this case. Uh, it's very good. Are, I don't know very if you guys good. have played Alan Wake two with like headphones on, but yep. it's got the whole like crazy three audio. I I think that wins it. I think this is where they give Hi-Fi Rush the award they clearly want to give it. So I'm going to go Hi-Fi Rush. 
Okay. It'd be cool to see Hi-Fi Rush win this. I mean, it really would. But especially, like I said, given it being a rhythm game, kind of like you're playing with the sound in that game. So. Generally speaking, I think of audio design as a horror game kind of category because that's where you get the creaks and the sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think Hi-Fi Rush is going to get an award, and I think this is the most likely one. Yeah. Uh, P3 Trans says 90% panel, 10% people. That's right. It's a joke to say people vote. That's it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not really. There's like me. Uh, the panel, best the community panel support, people, but, yeah. which oh, is, I mean, uh, you know. This is another tremendous category of nominees here, which seems again just thrown together this in some so sort vague. of vague. What the hell does that even mean? Oh, like, I can give you their description. Hang on. Okay, yeah. you, please. You do have yeah, I do not I have like 19 tabs open, but I don't have their site open. So if one of you can do that, that'd be great. I can get that. Yeah. So the community support, Dan, is described as recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates patches. So it's both the development of the game and how they interact with you on Twitter. Oh, oh, the Baldur's Gate three is my answer. Sorry, I skipped your names. No, no, you're fine, dude. Um, I'm I'm debating between uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and Baldur's Gate three. Um, the the weird thing here, right, is if you think about these think about these games, you've got a full MMO, you've basically got an MMO in Destiny, you've got an early access for three years RPG, you've got an ongoing whatever you want to call no man's sky and then you've got a single player rpg in cyberpunk it's just a weird mix of games that's um, they, they are all companies that do a great job with community they have good community or at least De in destiny's case they used to have a good community they too. used to yeah. yeah i remember liana i saw liana's post when she saw this just laughing i'm like well, they, they could let you go imagine like, being part of that team like you're up yeah. for best community support and you were just fired like what the they hell? let go of like 70 percent of their community support terrible that, that is now an award-winning community support group or award award nominated, nominated. yeah well, I, I think, think they Baldur's won last gate... year too or they were nominated a few years yeah. I, I was gonna say i think Baldur's gate's probably the obvious i'm gonna go final fantasy just to, to mix it up and dan said I, Baldur's gate i got you i actually think final fantasy is going to win this one and i and i again think that they actually do deserve it okay sweet i think destiny 2 is going to win because i think there will be a move to shame bungie on this from That's the fair. voters so i'm that gonna could go very destiny well happen <laughs> I, I, I think they i think they won't want to give bungie accolades in uh in the wake of the layoffs because they know that that award and and the the credit is going to go to the studio today you know what i mean it's it, mm. and that's very possible i think the yeah. the the most uh kind of intuitive feeling is that obviously it's the one that can't win but i think it might go the other direction so i'm gonna i'm gonna say destiny 2 is the winner personally by the way mine would be diablo 4 on this I, but i yeah I oh that's a great this, call out yeah i don't know why diablo is not listed here out of this domination list i'm gonna say baldur's gate 3 would be what i'm rooting for i love it's also, it's okay also you just said like four they're... games hogue so destiny 2 is your pick. pick okay gotcha it's also weird when they have like their standard rule of like six games get nominated and then they only choose five dude like, oh, we i, could, I we said that exact thing on cast co-op travis i'm like why they have so many games to pick from why do some categories have five and some have six yeah like it's like really diablo diablo didn't make the cut the, i assume the they have a percentage who, threshold right like there's no do. point in nominating six if it doesn't get to 10 percent or whatever yeah they have know, like just, a, a certain a certain number of people have to nominate it and if 
it doesn't show up enough, then they just don't add it to the list. Then, so. I, then I would say that that further demonstrates the uh, hallway view that the panel has. It's more like if you choose, like if you were like, hey, what are the top three games for each category? And you only had three options. And then you and 10 people did that. And your overlap was like 90%. Then, you know what I mean? Like if you're choosing your top three, the odds of there being six different options that appear a lot is pretty low. So yeah. I think it's something like that where it, it's just a flawed system. And I, I don't really yeah. get how this yep. works. I'm with but. you uh content <laughs> i i don't know a single one of these people so no. uh which i we're probably in the same camp i would presume yeah. uh i mean i've interacted with one of them okay i i i quite literally i'm not joking i've never heard of any of these nope not even once so you one uh i'm gonna go even seem like words it seems like they just <laughs> pulled sounds out of a hat <laughs> all, the, all of these could be the names of uh, Nintendo's next console. The Nintendo uh, screen, absolutely. <laughs> the Quackity, 100%. absolutely. Yeah. Oh my guys, God. I just got the OLED Quackity. It's really cool, yeah, for sure, dude. It's so good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go Iron Mouse because it's not a real picture. We're gonna go with it. Aiden's voting on anime pictures Vote on anime I'm, I'm assuming our anime is going to win in some strange way uh, what do you got for us dan i have no freaking clue spreen because spreen. Spreen. i mean it looks like Travis. a picture from like <laughs> you've been having issues make... with your spring dan yeah yeah i'm gonna My go people make so... games because uh, <laughs> i agree with that statement uh, <laughs> uh, i'm also gonna say it's people make games they tend okay. to be a little bit more activist in their creation i tend to think that that plays well with the folks no that vote on this so people make games okay all right fair See, enough he's playing the odds hoax hoax voting he smart here. Stuff down there. yeah i'm just throwing darts and he's over here making calculations you gotta you gotta know the audience I, I who <laughs> gets it Best debut indie game, which is different from best indie game, by the way. So just uh, deal with that as you see. Fit. Choice to have two um, indie game categories. I like it. <laughs> um, oh, clearly, by the way, I just realized. You know how it sorted these? Hogue is just alphabetical. That's what oh, okay. the computer did. Uh, I have so, my own back here because I, I like to do my homework for these shows. Be prepared, and it's not this no. order. So yeah, gotcha. Tough, uh, debut indie. So I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go cocoon on this one. I will also cocoon because it's the only stretch for debut, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I completely agree. Pizza Tower, and I know Pizza Tower has a lot of support by the people that I know who are voting. Who like pizza? that statement's going to be on a, a montage after this uh, game award. <laughs> so. No, I mean, I I think I think it'll either right. be cocoon or Pizza Tower, but I, the people I'm thinking of are voting, and I know that they really like Pizza Tower, so I'm in between those two. Mitch adores uh, Pizza Tower. Yeah, he does. I'm going to go with Cocoon. I don't think Pizza Tower has enough. I don't think enough people played it. Hmm. And I'll and I and I'll vote for Dredge. Dredge. Okay, so three oh. cocoons and a Dredge. I think, I think so. you're voting from your feelings on that one, Hook. I, I think that one will win. Game. Yeah, but you think it'll win? Do I think it will win? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Dredge. I think uh, yeah, your our... feelings, bro. <laughs> it's it's uh, tough. By the way, if, if you didn't know, Hogue, Dredge got uh, an expansion this week. 
So I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. It's the ice one. Yeah. No, I <laughs> yep. look dredge. I probably am voting for my feelings. Dredge is one of the first games that I could play at all because it doesn't require a lot of left-hand interaction. I love kind of elder God Cthulhu junk. And this isn't the first time that it's really been incorporated in a way that feels authentic to that feeling of narrative. So I like dredge a lot. Mm. Cool game. Yeah. I've heard great things about Bemba as well. I've heard it's only about three hours you can finish it, but it's kind of really wholesome. So, uh, yeah. Cocoon is also only three hours, by the way. If you have not played it, it's worth three hours for sure. Yeah, if cool. you're blowing through Talos Principle, you can beat Cocoon in three hours. It's not my experience, Travis. Vintage <laughs> uh, Will said it's good. funny you're talking about these streamers. For... <laughs> uh, Will said she's never heard of these streamers. I think I'm allowed to insult you for you're too damn smart. Yeah, <laughs> fair. I've never heard that insult. I was trying to say that Willow said uh never she said she never heard of these streamers either, and her kid comes in and is known and knows all of them. So that's that is how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, that if kid you, knows all about Spreen. <laughs> Best game direction. So do you want a, do you want a description of this, Dan? What does it say? Yeah, give me Go. a quick one. I can pull these up. It just takes a second because they've got all this kind of, I'm going to say flash animation. I'm probably out of date, but it's <laughs> outstanding. Out date. Flash it's, isn't even a thing anymore. <laughs> it's outstanding creative vision and innovation in direction and design. So what's really creative? All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going Alan Wake 2. I'm going to go Baldur's Gate 3. Alan okay. Wake 2. Alan Wake 2, and I've adjusted this to be the easiest pick of the day. That is the <laughs> easiest one, I think, yeah. I think Dan's love for Baldur's Gate 3 got him on that one, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah he didn't play. I mean, he well, didn't Baldur's play Gate 3, I mean, is going to win a lot of awards. So, uh, All right, boys, it's time to get serious. Right. So which one of these was one? Oh, no, that was Coach. Okay, never mind. Was one of these disqualified himself, right? And, uh, yeah, I'll call. Vote. I'll call that out when we get to it. Yep, All right, I'll call it. Yeah, out. Well, I'm going to vote for him anyway. So, uh, <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, I again don't know any of these people. The only thing I do know that I have seen is that Faker from League of Legends is considered like a a literal legend. Like mm. he's like an all time great. So I'm going with him. Okay. Uh, I have no frame of reference. Uh, Ruler, I'm gonna go with the other League of Legends guy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. give me their their actual screen Park name. That's what Ruler I'm putting in. Jai Hyuk. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, uh, it's probably Yay Hook. Yay Hook. Um, maybe. I think League yeah, of Legends guy. still has the biggest esports following, so I think it's got to be one of those two. I'm gonna go with Faker. Faker. Okay. My working thesis is that this is Valorant's year. I'm going with okay. Demon One. Going with Demon. That's a, okay. that's a pretty good guess. Valorant. Yeah, Valorant is big. Blowing up this no year. Doubt. Yeah, this is where I lose the the whole thing. <laughs> Don't worry, we got more in this category, my friend. We got esports coach. Um, by the way, the XTQZZZ guys, the guy who said he didn't even coach this year, so why is he listed? So I would yeah. not pick him. Put me down for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to be like, no, we're going to vote for him now. How do you For pronounce sure. that? But remember, it's only 10% per people vote, so. It's all right. Um, I'm going to go... I don't know any of these people. I'll, I'll go with Hoag's uh, theory that it's Valorant here, and I'll go with Christine Potterchi. This is why I don't explain myself, folks. 
Yeah, I'm also <laughs> I'm also gonna go for Potter. Um, I because I know Evil Geniuses is just doing well in general. So yeah, are you seriously going for the guy that's not there, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Throw me on there. I'll just take a, I'll take an L on this one. This is what's starting. Maybe I'll maybe I might I'll win. win. Maybe yeah, they'll maybe they'll troll vote. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I, I think anything that gets referenced prior to the vote is got a chance because these these lists are going to be people guessing. Can I ask you guys what does a coach do? Like they coach, they literally coach. You ever seen a sports team? Yeah, yeah, I know that. This is this is not real sports. No, ba- so basically, people. whoa! They, first of all, I'm not going to back down from that. How dare one. you? No. Second of all, you're right. Third yeah. of all, go watch players. The show, it's mm. great. Okay. 10 out of 10. Oh, you have recommended that multiple times, and you I still guys need to watch it. Damn it, it's damn good. Um, Hogue, can he go with? I'm sorry. Relationships on CW. Mm. Hogue, Potter, Potter, Potter. Okay, same as okay. Gotcha. Um, basically, Dan, they they study the kind of like they study the play of the teams that they're going up against. They'll call out things they notice. They'll call out things in real time. So they're actually on the mic while the team is in the match, so they can call out things they're noticing the other teams doing or players are doing wrong. Like it's all very real Seems time. Like, to me, like hey, the guys around the corner, don't go around that corner. You know, like you know, I feel like that's not really sports. It's, you know, okay, it's like it's like sign stealing. You know. When, when they do that in, in football. Well, I mean, they can't see like an angle the other players can't see. They're just making people aware, you know. Okay. Dan, did you just say like signs? That was good for you, buddy. We're not okay. talking about Michigan and their cheating You're ways. Come on. Me. Oh, I'm yeah. We know Michigan cheats. We'll just move on from uh, it. Come on. No, no, no. The event. Um, oh, there's Esports event. What do we got here? We got Lee. See, Ho, you got in my head with the Valorant thing now because I would have said League of Legends, and now I'm thinking Valorant. Say what you feel, Ains. Say what I feel. Well, you don't want me to do that. Um, I'm going to go with League of Legends. Just going with the heart. League of Legends. Because my son, that's my son's favorite game too. So that's one. that one's for him. Mm. Again, don't care, don't know. Uh, Dota 2. We'll do that one. Dota. Uh, I will be pretty surprised if Evo does not win this. I'm going to vote Evo. Really? Okay. Yep. I explained what my thesis was, so I'll vote for the Valorant champions. Wow, we have that's the first category where we have four different picks. That's cool. Perfect. I like that. I like that. By the way, uh, Gracefully Insane, which may or may not be appropriate here, says the level of complexity for strategy in some of these games is easily more than many of the more traditional sports people think of. Oh, I have no sure doubt. I just said, yeah, don't care. Yeah. Well, Good thing Great. for you. We have another esports Great. category. Great. Put me down for Dota 2 again. There you go. Easy. Well, Would you stop jumping in front of me? I can't. <laughs> Son of a... That's what I get um, things. I hate it. What do we got? Fatality, JD Gaming, Evil Geniuses. I'm going to go Evil Geniuses on this one. What do you got, Dan? Uh, Dota 2. Uh, uh, the gladiators. The okay. I just put Glad. This got it. This one's tough. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go Evil Geniuses as well. Okay. As am I, Evil Geniuses. Wow. And to those in the chat saying they've gotten some bad press, I know. I think any press is useful for a list like this. Yep, me too. I recognize Evil Geniuses as a team. That I cannot say for everybody on this list. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. What? Best family game. All right. Uh, um, all this category. I know this is this is a weird one. Unbelievable. Um, I, I think I just have to go wonder on this one. Um, yeah, I'm going wonder. All right, I will too. I'd love for it to be something like Party Wonder. Animals. I just don't see it waiting and winning. Excuse me. When in doubt, um, I hope my the heart game wants to nominate for Game of the Year. Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, that's a <laughs> the the heavyweight in the group of just pushovers to, for them to knock over. Yeah. yeah. I think and, I, I, mean, it's got... I, I would be inclined to give Illusion Island some credit. I really like that game for my family. Um, and I don't view Wonder as a specifically good family game, but I think Wonder's the choice. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Fighting yep. game. Sifu, right? Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Sifu 2. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I have to go as much as I prefer Mortal Kombat, and I've heard good things about All-Star Brawl 2, which is ridiculous. They released that after releasing a broken first game. Um, I think I have to go Street Fighter 6 here. I'll go with Mortal Kombat. Okay. Can I ask a question? Of course you can. Is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 from Insomniac Games, Sony Interactive Entertainment? Doesn't seem like it. I don't (laughs) think so. I think it's Warner Uh, Brothers, isn't it? No, Uh, it was made by... uh, um, No, published, though. I think it's published by Warner Brothers, isn't it? Someone looked that up. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. I got too many things open. I'm going to pull up their other card. It's Ludosity, Fairplay Labs, and Game Mill. It's game mill. Game mill. Yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's who I thought it was because that's uh, the only that's the only game that they the, published the first one that that is not on like the Metacritic shit list. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's actually rated very highly, which is probably why it's here. But the funny thing is, I pulled these directly from thegameawards.com. So <laughs> Photoshop that in, Ains. I was just like, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. I didn't even notice that. But yeah, uh, they, what you got they here? Forgot to, they forgot to remove the Spider Man too. Um, yeah. My there's sony that, bias coming through on every slide mm-hmm. my answer is mortal kombat one nice. we got an even split between mortal, mortal kombat, kombat and street fighter i don't think they'll win agree with you travis games for impact you may want to read what this means so i can do that uh i will warn you that it uses language that i was not familiar with and I had to ask Twitter what it meant. Right. Uh, That's a description. But its, but it's description is a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Not positive social meaning or message, pro-social. Pro-social. Mm. Okay. Oh, well, that makes a big difference because I was going to go with Chichia or whatever the hell that was. It's just uh, Chia. No. You just don't pronounce the T. The Chia. Oh, hey, I, listen, you see, it's, it's T'Challa. Why is it Chia? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just going by what they said in the video. I don't know. That's stupid. Um, by the way, you jumped in front of me again. I didn't say Chia. I said I Game was going to go with Chia. <laughs> <laughs> now I have no idea because you screwed everything uh, up. Man. Uh, yeah, don't put this on me. Don't put this uh, on me. I don't know half of these games. I'm just going to go with Vemba because I've heard great things. Great. Okay, Travis, what do you got for us? I'm going to go Goodbye Volcano High. Okay, Dan, Dan, what are you picking? Sorry. I don't care. Uh, Terra Nil. 
I wish it, I wish it was Terranel, but I don't okay. Think so again, right. my thesis on this is once you've made the list, I don't have to determine like what level of impact you have or what your message is. So I view all of these as whatever satisfies the threshold here, and Terranel is the best game on the on the board. So Terranel. Okay. Terranel is the best game. I don't think it's going to get voted for though. I I okay. hope I'm wrong. I'll be happy think, to lose this category. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Chance of Senar wins, but I think. Terranel is what I'd like to see win, and I'm going to vote for it because I want to. Thank you. There you go. Fair enough. By the way, where was Bluey on the family game? Come on. It didn't it make wasn't it out yet. It just came out. I know. Got just, six. It, it, was a, it was a joke to the earlier part of the show. Sorry. <laughs> uh, game of the year. I'm not going to ask Travis on this one because he'll get it wrong, I'm sure. I love this uh, order. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do game of the year. <laughs> game of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, this is Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. Yeah. I'm not sure anything else has a, Baldur's Gate 3. a chance. I am also voting Baldur's Gate 3 as the winner. I think my winner. personal winner is Alan Wake 2. Me too. Sure. I voted for Alan Wake 2, but I am I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win. I understand. I think Resident Evil 4 takes a surprise win. Let's do it, boys. Get Come the on. <laughs> that is not your official vote. <laughs> That's coming from Ashley over here. Yeah, hey, you're dressed up like it. If you don't even believe in him right now, take off that wig, damn yeah. it. Hey, hey. You have to dress up like a Sterion. Yeah. I'll do <laughs> the it. only reason we're not going to win is because these awards are. I'll dress up by like a bear. Umbrella. Umbrella funds these awards. That's why. Travis will dress up like a like a druid bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, who's going to be on the camera with him? <laughs> uh, by the way, we've got another independent game category here in case you needed a second. By the one. way, this uh, is with, also with, one of the worst categories. With, with half of the same nominations. <laughs> There's literally no way in which you can have Dave the Diver here and not Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see that? I know they've... Yes, I did. I yeah. did. I, I know they've gotten a lot of crap for Dave the Diver being on here and you know uh, funded by Nexon, but uh, I think it's got a good chance to win it just in terms of the quality of the game from what everyone tells me, including you, Travis. Dave the Diver is great. Uh, I just... I, this is insanity here for independent. Yeah. Because I'm going to see a star. How, so how is Larry and not independent? Yeah. I'm going to Hitman three. Uh, <laughs> keep it up there. Now give me a sea of stars as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stand your ground, boy. No, yeah, you Dave had the Dave the Diver on game of list. the year list. I said I said Dave the Diver should win game of the year, but I didn't say because it's a great indie game. It's not an indie <laughs> game. It does not deserve to be on this list. And in this case, I think the bad press around that is going to hurt its vote. I think people are going to be like, oh, mm. you know, if they if even if they heard good things about Dave the Diver, they're everyone at this point has heard that it's not an indie game, even if they yeah, didn't know yeah. that before. So I think they're going to be like, oh, no. Um, I I'm also going to vote for Sea of Stars. Mm. Okay. See, and I knew Dredge was nominated for Best Independent Game, Travis. So, Black Salt. There you go. Um, I, I'm again going to go with any press is good press on these. So, Dave the Diver. I no way. I would personally vote for Sea of Stars. Wow. All right. Okay. Oh, He's going for it. it up. I don't think that's going to work out for you. But bold, bold move. Oh, man. All right. Mobile, my favorite category that I've. Never touch. What do we got here? Let me look. Okay, I've heard of a couple of these. No, actually, I've heard of all these except for... No, I've heard of Star Rail, actually. These are all really popular. Mm, Yeah. Very, really popular. Um, 
Netflix. Uh, I honestly don't know what to go with here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Monster Hunter. Screw it. I'll do that one for Elu. That's for you, Elu. Voting for a Monster Hunter game. I'm going with Honky. Honky. Yep. Honky. Star Rail is my vote as well, and I think it deserves it. Star Rail is great. Um, I'm once again gonna vote for the best game in front of me, and that's Terranil. Yeah. Okay. All right, apparently my vote was stupid, but that's fine. I will say in, in Hogue House, Hello Kitty Island Adventure is the easy winner here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, dude. Best multiplayer sponsored by Discord. What? Love that. I might Love need that. help understanding this category. Oh. I can get you the description. Yeah, that's not going to help, I promise you. <laughs> uh, These are the games with the best multiplayer. What? <laughs> that's going to be the description again. <laughs> These are games that you can play with more than one person. Outstanding multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op, massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Uh, irrespective of common sense. Irrespective of if it actually is multiplayer. Got you. <laughs> I don't even I seriously don't even know what to pick here. I'll be honest. With you. I'm going to choose Diablo just cuz I want to see it. Um screw it. Yeah, I mean, I, that'd be my pick, I guess. Okay. Uh, I think Diablo 4 might win here because, again, I think by the time people get to this category, they're going to be sick of clicking on other ones. And gonna I think sad. it might deserve it might it might deserve it in this category, honestly. So I'm going to yeah, get Diablo great. 4. I'm going to say Street Fighter 6. Wow. Okay. I think people it's think not, of fighting yeah, games as multiplayer experiences, and I think it's the only one on the list. It does have a good. Uh, it does have a good chance of winning. It also yeah. has extremely tight online multiplayer, which is really cool. Best narrative, Hogue's favorite category, and I'm sure they nailed all the all the games here. Oh no! Oh boy! You might win it. You might win it. Oh my god! Look at what? this. Look at that. Spider-Man sitting there. It's crazy. It's the craziest nominee in the in the entire thing. <laughs> I'm going Alan Wake too. Oh man, how does that even get on there? Spider-Man I mean, Two might have the clunkiest narrative of any Sonic game I've ever played. It's not great, and this is from a guy who loves Spider-Man more than <laughs> many other things. I'm not sure it even stands up to any of these. Uh, it doesn't, for sure. Uh, who I think is going to win? Uh, give it to Final Fantasy because I don't think okay. it's gotten anything yet. <clears throat> God, I would give Final Fantasy 16 so many awards, but not narrative. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> yeah good. me too. Uh, I'm going to go Alan Wake 2 for this one. I think I think, I think think this is like the consolation prize for Alan Wake not winning Game of the Year. Mm. I think the game that has a narrative about narrative is going to win. Alan Wake 2. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Best ongoing game. I have complaints with this one, but then again, we have complaints with almost all of them. So, I Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2 sits out there like a crazy entry. <laughs> it's not ongoing at all. Didn't realize it was ongoing. No, so you, you I, really it might have been news to the developer. They're like, we're ongoing. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> such a weird category. Like, like I, I obviously get Fortnite. I obviously get Final Fantasy fourteen. Right, Apex. They do a great job over there at respawn. But like I said on cast, like two games. Like I've heard about WoW like I said earlier, a large number of times from a lot of people in the work they've done. So it's kind of weird that you don't see WoW here. Um, and I, you know, I'm biased. I know that. But I would seriously, given this year, just 2023, 
Halo's got to be on here, man. Especially because they delivered Forge, which is like there's nothing like it in the industry. Like there's literally nothing like it that that matches it. Uh, never mind everything else they've done this year. So I don't know. Well, you know me, Cyberpunk. I'm not a big Halo fan, but my impression is that Halo deserves to be on here. Yeah, they they've what about done Diablo a, a, Four. A Diablo is another one. Like yeah, there's well, much more deserving sure, games right? than Cyberpunk. This would have no. to be something that was like released. No, no, it's like a year. It doesn't have prior, to be released right? this year. No, it's ongoing game. It's just live service oh, delivery, basically, Dan. It well, is. I think the category is specifically made for com- for games that were not released this year, which is probably why Diablo is not on there. But it's like the fact that they're already on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk shouldn't be here. Genshin, I'm not educated enough. I know it's really popular. Um, so I don't know, but I feel like wow, Halo, even Diablo, to your point, are misses here. But anyway, um, sorry, I didn't pick. Um I will pick um I'm just gonna pick Fortnite just because mm-hmm. I'll take Final Fantasy. What do you Fantasy. got, Dan? Final Fantasy. I'm also going to go Final Fantasy, and I think it also deserves it. Final Fantasy okay. 14. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm a lone wolf on that one. Best performance. Mm. <sighs> can I can I object to an entry here? <laughs> you can object to whatever gonna, you like. Wait, can I guess which one you're going to object to? I quite like Saga Anderson in Alan Wake uh-huh. 2, but she does not sound like she's from Virginia. Or anywhere else in the United States. Virginia. It, it's a problem for large swaths of the game. So she's an interesting nominee. I can't imagine why Alan Wake himself wasn't nominated, except that they didn't know what to do with the fact that he was dubbed. Um, yeah. But Alan Wake is the right choice. Um, he's not on here. So I'll let... <laughs> I, I'm last, so I'm going to go first like I'm supposed to. Um, oh, man. For my benefit, Neil Newbin, um, who does he play in Baldur's Gate? Asterion. Asterion. Okay. Yeah. The most annoying yeah. character. How could they not include the character names? That's that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, too. Yeah. I, I have no idea who to pick on this one. I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to choose Elba because I like him. So screw it. Okay. You can... Uh, Nobody's ever gone terribly wrong by picking the biggest star on this list. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's the biggest star, so I'm going with him. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Neil. Neil? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to moneyball this one. (laughs) I know that this person has a lot of clout with people who are in games journalism and the games industry. You're going to say what I'm going to say. You tried this with your game of the year list, and it didn't work, Travis. It did work, though. I, I got I got all the uh, all of my all my insider predictions right, like Diablo Four. Um, yeah, he, I'm going to go Ben. What Star. I'm going to say because I I think that this guy has been working the group for. Oh, a Ben year. Star has definitely ben been Star. working it. Yeah, I think it's no, Ben Star. Sure. I think he's going to win. Ben and I, Star. I think I think it's because okay. people in the industry like him. Yeah, he's, he's all been over the place through the various character based commentators all year. So Ben Star, yeah, it's a good pick. Good pick. Best art. <laughs> I couldn't even finish saying it without laughing. Best yeah, RPG. This is un-effing believable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win. Yes. I feel like they're... Yeah. I, I feel like Starfield is there is like a... See, we put it somewhere <laughs> type of thing. Um, Liza P. I, I don't know what's happening. Final Not Fantasy 16. Don't get me. Don't get me started on. Um, 
literally I stopped playing Final Fantasy 16 because it's a bad RPG. Not an RPG. Not an RPG. Yeah. RPG. Well, that's Final what Fantasy that's what I mean. Like it's supposed to be an RPG, but it's not. Do you want to hear the description of RPG and and we'll talk about Final Fantasy 16 because sure. you're going to laugh. Uh let me see if I can pull this up. All right. So the the award is supposed to go to the get best game designed with rich player character customization and progression. Oh, even <laughs> less. Even less realistic Final Fantasy. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. All right. With that, yeah, that's great. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Uh, like the fact that Liza P and Final Fantasy 16 are on here is ridiculous. I think they did not describe what the categories were supposed to be when people were nominating these. Um, yeah. And the fact that Remnant 2 isn't on here makes me very upset. Because uh, they're, I would say they're even more of an RPG than an action game. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three. I probably have Remnant in Action Adventure, but yeah, Baldur's Gate Three, the yeah. obvious choice here. Yeah, Final no Fantasy doubt. Sixteen, I probably would have had winning Action Adventure, but it's not an RPG. No, definitely not. Score and music. This is surprisingly um, tough. This is tough. Yeah, it's another one where you, you, you think Hi-Fi Rush would make a good swing at this one, given the game, right? Uh, and its design. That's why I gave and him I'd, audio. Yeah, I'd like to think it could play here, but I think that this year, again, given the implementation of it, I don't know, I think Alan Wake wins this one. I'm going with Alan Wake. Man, it's between that and Baldur's Gate. I think there's just like... Did you play Final moments. Fantasy, Dan? Yeah, I did finish it it's it by great. far the best the best category for final fantasy 16 to win is music that might be true but i still yep. think Baldur's gate 3 is better just there, there's just too many moments too many musical scores that <laughs> for me anyway i mean there's 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 one in particular that most people will probably figure out if they ever actually play it and get through more than one act that it just it just hits like nothing has ever hit in a video game for me so with that i will nice. go with Baldur's gate 3 Nice. But I like Alan Wake's a lot too. So, yeah, I, I just think implementation there may drive it. I'd like to see Hi Fi Rush win, but yeah, I don't know. What you got, Travis? I, I think uh, Alan Wake 2 will win this one. Oh. Alan Wake 2, but it's it's hard for me to pick over Final Fantasy 16. It should be Final Fantasy 16, but I just think Alan Wake 2 is gonna gonna win this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, my favorite category. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're still sports doing that, son. Sports and racing. Um, oh, it's racing in a sport. <laughs> you got to love a category yeah. that has a soccer simulation and a Hot Wheels game. Yep, well, yep. We're, we're off and running here. I, would, I wish that Forza would have been good enough in my opinion to be here sadly i think it missed on some fronts uh i like crew i think hot wheels is good i honestly believe it or not i think f123 wins this yes chat dan is definitely talking about Raphael. yeah i'm definitely talking about <laughs> Raphael. uh i don't know none of them forza let's go with that yeah sure why not yeah, I, I, I think uh, Ains, it doesn't really matter in this category because let's be honest, probably most of the people voting for this category did not play these games. Yeah, this um, is pure yeah. branding. Yeah. Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport, 100%. Forza okay. Motorsport, my pick would be Crew Motorfest. 
Gotcha. Fair enough. Okay. Sports slash racing. Here, here right, we this go, is my least favorite category. Here we this go. This is an atrocious category. This is a tire fire on a train wreck going over a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, sim and strategy games are so different. They should not be in the same category. I would say this is even worse than sports slash racing. And three of these games should not be on this list in any they're the top three advanced wars city skylines two and company of heroes three should not be here and you're missing so many good games in these genres that should be age of list. wonders four jagged alliance yeah. three galactic Dune spice wars war tales dude yeah so like this category really pisses me off and i'm gonna say fire emblem engage <laughs> <laughs> i like that segue I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Company of Heroes just because. Sure, I don't care. Yeah, Dan, what you I got? Don't, I don't know. Uh, City Skylines. Skylines. Okay. You're saying Pick Fire Emblem. And wow. Pick, oh, no, another category with four picks. Okay. I'm gonna win this one. I'm pretty confident about this. I'm gonna win this one. You know who? You know who doesn't win this one? Anybody that actually has a sim strategy. Players. Yeah, players. Uh, really, anyone. You don't like sim strategies. No, 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 no. I'm just saying these are not. You know, oh, yeah. No, th this is a slap uh, in the face to that entire community. Yes. Pikmin's a great Terrible. game. Pikmin That's is. it, boys. We did Pikmin it. Pikmin and Fire Emblem should be on the list. Oh, but miracle. The, the fact the other three are ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> First all of right, all, well, Jeff needs to rename his show to the Console Game Awards. Um, and then he needs to get people that actually play some of these games. <laughs> I don't. So I don't want to crap too much on the people getting involved in the nomination because i think they're doing their best like if you sure. were nominated there would certainly be categories like esports where you're like i look i don't know enough about this and you'd have to do research or ask your kid or whatever um the problem is from my perspective is that they simply onboard people and get them to talk they get them to vote in every category rather than getting experts for each of those categories which is what i would do like i would just I would get trusted people in the industry who know a lot about strategy and Sims. And I would just have them exactly. nominate and vote for that category. And instead they just have people vote for all the categories. And I think that's kind well, of yeah, the problem. Like the Oscars, they have their guilds nominate and then the whole Academy votes for the winner. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about that at SG this week. And it's just like, there, as we always joke about, there's way too many games that release and there's way too many uh, games to play. Right. So they're just even looking at our small panel here for, people we play all different games and uh you can't really speak intelligently unless you've played some of these games and some of these games as we know are very very long games and it's just it's frustrating like i said it's like hallway minded picks in these uh categories it's it's annoying yeah well for those of you keeping track at home you might have noticed that i gave no wins to final fantasy 16 despite being one of my favorite games of the year i think that's just how it shook out but it's sad uh, no, no, you did. You did. Ongoing. Oh, Final Fantasy 14. Sorry, that's 14. Yep. 14 is not the same as 16, although yeah. I can sorry. see why anybody would get confused. It's a better uh, game. I, you know why? Because I have FF on my spreadsheet here, so I thought that was 16, but it's fine. Um, okay. Um, so uh, that's our full bet. I've got a track here. We will obviously revisit that in, what, three weeks' time? So sure. Game Awards, December 7th, I believe. So. Yep. Okay. Well, boys... With some really, really good news here that I know you're excited about. We have a confirmed remaster of The Last of Us 2. Um, you've been waiting to play it. It's very, very dated if you play it today. Oh, yeah. Um, it's hard to play. You know, it came out so long ago that um, 
I think it's about time they did this and pulled through on it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm pretty happy that Naughty Dog is utilizing. The I cannot believe that they are doing this. <laughs> crazy, dude! It's crazy. They've remastered it, a game that I came was out on, three I, years ago. Three wasn't years. I on this show when this game came out, or am I making that up? It was COVID. Probably close. Right? It's probably it like close. They were the, one of the first COVID releases. Mm. Came out 2020. So okay. No, so I think I wasn't on the show yet. Yeah, I don't honestly know. Time gets away show? from do me, we, so I don't. Do we do anniversaries? Did did any of us get anniversary? Anniversary recognition? No, Andy doesn't celebrate us. No, he makes fair. snarky videos. I cel- yeah, I celebrate you guys. Just he I'm makes, not an anniversary or birthday videos. guy. Come on, never celebrated, never paid. This is. <laughs> I don't know what are we doing here. Where's our Where's our remaster? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, you know, we've <laughs> spoken a remastered. Today. We've spoken in this space about concerns about consolidation and Microsoft taking on all of these developers and what that looks like and whether they can use those assets properly. I got to tell you the real story of this generation to me is Sony completely wasting all this creative talent. Naughty dog is going to go to pasture for an entire generation from the looks. It might of be it. a good thing, man, at this point, I mean, <laughs> they're getting a little long winded. I would love to see them do something new and interesting rather than just, the old and not interesting, but I mean, it's not going to change. You've got Neil Druckmann winning a life award uh, this coming season. You've got Sony going through the motions on most of the stuff that they're doing. We're not even talking today about the portal. I don't think Uh, so I I would love to be a better Sony fan. They have not given me a lot of hooks to hang my hat on. I need hooks. (laughs) No, I have I have a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat on this one. I mean, obviously, this has been long rumored and leaked a while ago. Uh, just so you have the official details, or it's got graphical improvements. It's in 4K now. It, it works with the Dual Sense. The big thing I think is that it, they added a survival mode, like supposedly like a roguelike, which you play through. Uh, it's got a couple extra levels on it that were previously unreleased and developer commentary. Uh, obviously, yeah, the the one night. More blow. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be longer. <laughs> the one thing I oh, will yeah. give them credit for, not that it really deserves credit, but the one thing I will say that's nice is that if you own The Last of Us 2, like I think all of us do and many people do, you can upgrade to this for $10. That's not so, that's not a credit. That's 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 yeah, give it to me I for just, free, man. Free. I just I know, I know. But it's better than it's better than the alternative, which they've done before, which is just say, here's a new release for $70, and it's, you know, not really. Maybe with The yeah, Last of Us. Literally, you have to pay like 40 bucks or something. This is it. an HBO play, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. all this is. Yeah. Get ready yeah, it comes out, in ja- yeah. comes out in January 19th, I believe. Sorry, I'm trying to get the details for you as we're talking here. It's, January it's 19th. January, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and they are also doing the same thing they did with Last of Us 1 remake, which has like a Firefly edition. There's a boxed edition with a steelbook, et cetera. For Are you going to take a leap on that, Ains? Yeah. I want the steelbook because I have... I'm not even a Last of Us 2 fan, as you guys know. I have a ton of Last of Us collectibles. I want the steelbook. I'm literally going to buy it separately. I'm not buying that collector's edition. When was the last time you had yours just all smashed up and stuff, I think? Oh, man, that was like the was craziest a- thing. Yeah, that went viral, the millions of views and yeah so i have three of those now by the way <laughs> three of those original fireflies but anyway yeah this is this is just odd i it, it was kind of a shame to see this confirmed we knew it was coming but it's just like what are you guys doing over there man like i can't imagine that this is their entire team working on no no it's probably this. not so but it, it's probably just, a small section but with that being said there's no we have no idea what else they're doing 
or really any other studio over there for that reason. Well, they've matter. teased Last of Us 3, so I hope you're excited for that one. Um, sure at this point. It's just a shame. To Hoag's point, Naughty Dog is a, you know, a pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Celebrated studio, right? Um, Last of Us Part 2 has some of the best art I've ever seen, and it has a lot of good creative people putting their time and effort into it. It's a shame it's for a story that wasn't vetted past the first half draft, but that's the state of the world now. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I won't go on my Last of Us 2 rant. I've done it too many times, Um, but that game ruined a lot of things for me. Um, (laughs) So... Is what it is. That's January nineteenth. If you want to upgrade to it, it's ten dollars. I know there are people looking forward to this. And... <laughs> I know there's a lot of people looking forward to this. I've spoken to some of my. If you like the game, great. I mean, yeah, enjoy it. I hope it's good. Um, but it, it is, to I think all of our points, a little frustrating to just see this continued kind of remake, remaster stuff that really doesn't need it. I mean, Last of Us Two is a gorgeous game. Come on, it is gorgeous. So. And it's a PS5 right. game, right? Like it, it was a. It's a PS4 uh, well, game that got you can PS5 play on PS5. Um, compatibility. Did they ever do a patch? It's I don't 60. know. Yeah, they did. Yep. They did an update for PS5. Yeah. So it's already got I'm a not, 60 patch. Yeah. So you're yes. basically paying for whatever new modes and bells and whistles they're putting in there. Yep. More so. Yep. 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 It's kind of embarrassing. Whatever. Yeah, feeling, pretty, feeling pretty good about my uh, which game had the most negative impact on the industry. <laughs> yeah that's true you have said that for a long time i'll give you credit on that one um the last thing i wanted to touch on today guys is just uh suicide squad so we got the uh kind of re-reveal of suicide squad this week with the what they call the suicide squad insider episode one 20 minute uh youtube video from the team over there at rocksteady talking specifically about story and gameplay so they basically showed off some of the characters some of the narrative and then uh showed off gameplay in metropolis so Real quick, some of the details on this one. So first of all, it releases February 2nd. So I believe that's the week after Yakuza or Like a Dragon. Um, Groundhog Day. We're, yeah, so we're already starting to get these early. You know, we've got Last of Us 2, again, 19th. Then we got Like a Dragon. Then we've got a Suicide Squad early in 2024. The core details. So um, according to literally their site is it features an original story and um, narrative-driven experience picks up the story five years after the events of Batman Arkham Knight. So they're tying this to their prior work in the Arkham Trilogy. Oh, it's straight-up Arkhamverse. Yeah, if you watch this 20-minute PR thing, it is directly tied to their Arkham stuff. Yep, and I think they're doing that for obvious reasons, right? Um, Or trying to call that out for obvious reasons. Uh, Metropolis as a city is an open sandbox. It is twice the size of Gotham City from Arkham Knight. You can take control of any of the four main characters. You can switch between them seamlessly as long as you're outside of combat. Um, and you can play it solo. You can play co-op for up to four people, obviously. There's cross-play and we cross obviously, but we would have thought that about Gotham Knights. <laughs> that's true. That's well, fair. That's that's fair. Um, cross-play and cross-progression are in at launch, which is good. You can customize the character, new looks, weapon skills, more, which is where this battle pass is going to come into play. Uh, And they have already confirmed a 60 FPS mode for both PS5 and Xbox Series consoles. The big thing, of course, I wanted to talk to you guys about is at the bottom of this FAQ on their site are the live service elements. So it includes regular post-launch seasonal updates earnable at no additional cost by playing the game. Updates include new story content, playable characters, missions, gear, weapons, cosmetic items, in-game events, and more. It will also have a post-launch cosmetics-only battle pass, 
to earn new outfits, outfits, emotes, uh, customizable stuff, premium tiers as well, optional in-game purchase. So probably pretty much what we expect out of modern day battle passes. And then it will also have cosmetic items available for in-game purchasing that can be used to customize the playable characters as well. So it's sounding kind of Diablo-ish where you've got earnable stuff in game, you've got battle pass, which is both free and premium, and you have an in-store shop where you can spend real money as well. So a lot of customization and stuff, um, you know, to buy, if you will. Can I say something that's going to make some people mad? Do it. Do it. Do I don't it. think it's ever stopped you before, Hope. No. <laughs> Roll it, buddy. This video, this, this release, actually basically convinced me to look forward to this title. I am now looking forward to the Suicide Squad killed. I'm glad you said that because in our DMs the other day, you said it turned you were more turned off, if I remember yeah. correctly. I thought you said the opposite, Hoke. Uh, yeah. From the little clips I got on Twitter, but I actually sat down and watched this thing the other night. Yeah, and thought it was really impressive. So a couple of things, that they, a couple of things that they said that I really liked is that Rocksteady focuses on character and, and narrative first and foremost, and then they showed a cutscene. And they actually talked about how they were implementing this into this game in a way that did not feel kind of half-assed to me. And so I really liked what they had to show there. And then the actual combat of this game looked significantly flashier and more agile and interesting than I'd expected. I, I thought it was going to be shooting and guns and just jumping around like Gotham Knights, essentially. And it's very colorful it's very vibrant it's very fast looking it reminds me a lot of sunset overdrive honestly yes. that's what i was thinking of. Yes. yeah and it just looks fun and i'm actually in favor of the live service model that like diablo uses where i like to know that there is a reason monetarily for these companies to stick with this game so i like a battle pass because i like the incentives there i like what diablo has put together people get on me at twitter because of the 65 dollar horse armor which isn't really 65 dollars of horse armor by the way no. it's just their package deal for their yeah. for their uh, premium currency but yeah uh i like those things I, it's turned out really well with diablo so my only concern right now is that i hope that it is a real plan with real teams and seasons and battle passes or whatever and not kind of a half-assed avengers plan Right, and I don't have any reason to believe that it is a half-ass plan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for optimism right now because I thought actually in video form that 20-minute video was really impressive. If you're at all on the fence on this, I am not a Suicide Squad fan. I don't really love DC as much as Marvel. I was not excited about this project. This is a PR video, so take it with a grain of salt. But it is an excellent job of saying why you should care about this game being released. I think. I Hell you literally yeah. just said everything I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. It sounds like Travis's too, where like, I, I was indifferent on this game. I don't care about the Suicide Squad at all from a character perspective, but just watching this and seeing them fly around Metropolis and like, you know, what's going to be possible, whether you're playing solo or co-op, co and to your point, Hogue, around, you know, just building out some of the cutscenes and stuff. Uh, it just looks fun. It just looks like a fun game to play. It looks um, fun to play. It looks like they have this still the, the narrative core that they put into Arkham. Like they're still worried about you feeling something about what you're doing. And I think that combination could be really impressive. And I think people are burned by the Avengers. I didn't hate the Avengers, but I understand why people were burned by it. And this bad looks, service game, which this is looks like a much mine. better version of that approach. Yeah. And certainly and I, it, I've thought from the, from the moment they announced kill the justice league is the subtitle that's an intriguing premise as it stands. And they're clearly kind of leaning into that. 
So, yeah, and I, I mean, and I think they um, I think they do a good job too of this video of showing. You know, they've taken steps back, right? Clearly, they were going a, I think, more kind of. Um, I don't want to say live service, but the direction, you know, a few years ago looked a little different, a little more narrow, maybe in scope. I don't know if Avengers kind of changed it. We know they've taken a couple steps back and kind of put more into this game. And for whatever reason, looking at this video, it just looks like the time has served it well. Um, and I think that uh, I don't know that it just. Yeah, I can't say any more about that. I I talk all the time about comic games don't interest me. I'm not playing Spider-Man. They just don't interest me. But knowing that, like we, some of us the four of us or other friends can just jump in and out of this game together and, you know, fly around Metropolis and unlock stuff. And to your point about the battle pass, right? If you're just unlocking things for cosmetics and making your characters look goofy and you know, that stuff's just fun. I I will tell people, I will admit it here. I don't think I've admitted it online anywhere else. I bought that $65 horse armor thing for Diablo four because it was really for like 8,000 premium bucks. And I wanted to have the battle pass till the expansion comes out next year. So it was just, I always look for those little package deals that I think started with with Fortnite. Yeah, it's a bonus. Exactly. You get a costume and you get 10 bucks of currency. Yeah. Uh, So I'm always looking for those. Yes, I think they're trying out how is this going to go on the higher end. I'm not sure it's a wise thing forever, but I like to support the games I like to play, and I've never stopped liking Diablo 4. I am in a mood to play something like what Suicide Squad showed. So I'm actually really looking forward to that at the top of February. And sorry, I know yeah. me and Hogue are going back and forth, but it comes out right after Like a Dragon, too. Perfect. Perfect, like, companion game from single-player long RPG to just having fun blasting through stuff with friends. I love it. Yeah, I want to play this thing with Travis. I, I The most fun I had in Gotham Night was with Travis running around. I'll wow, probably you got to get one. some more friends. I'll <laughs> probably review this one, honestly. Uh, well, Nice, nice. So, yeah. Um, um, go, Travis, go. Yeah, let me go. Uh, so I, I was, um, I have a different perspective for this because I already sort of believed in this game because I just think Rocksteady is a really talented studio and they've put nine years into this. And I just don't believe that they put nine years into this and it's going to be uh, like under, under book cooked. The thing, the reason I think people's perspective are changing is because I think what they realized with that first video that they showed last year Um, is that they were really focusing on the wrong stuff to show to get people into this game because that's not really why people want to play this game of course if it's a live service game there's going to be loot drops and you know a a tiered system and stats and all that but that's that's not what people want to see and i think that they got that feedback loud and clear and that's why they completely represented this game and i don't know if it if it's really changed all that much i think they just focused on the right stuff like the stuff that actually that people actually are going to care about the story stuff I think is going to, is going to be great because Rocksteady has some of the best writers uh, in the industry right now. Um, and they're not afraid to just be silly and have fun, which I think we are in dire need of more, more of that uh, these days um, and killing the justice league and being playing sarcastic, weird characters just sounds super cool. Um, they've got the fact that um, we've got Batman's last performance in the game uh, on their side. Kevin, Conroy. Kevin yeah. Conroy. I think that's going to be huge for them. Um the, uh, the, I think the really the things that work against them are we still have not seen a single player primary game, like a game that we're not single player, but we're single player non-competitive content is the main driver in this model and work is a live service game. Destiny struggles with that, with the ability to turn out content fast. Sorry, there's a fly attacking me. Um, <laughs> with the ability to turn out uh, content fast enough to keep narrative 
people who show up for the narrative to keep them engaged on a long tail. And so I think that is a big uh, issue for Rocksteady specifically, a studio that has a reputation for taking a really long time to make content. And so that's my worry about this is like, it took them nine years to make the base game. Are they gonna be able to get their ducks in a row with the live service model and create meaningful content that is gonna keep people who bought the game for the reason of, I wanna hear a great story and Rocksteady is known for that. Are they gonna be able to get those people to come back again and again? That's really hard. We don't have a lot of examples of live service games that have been able to do that. But if anyone can do it, it's Rocksteady. It's just a question of how much budget has Warner Brothers given them? How much has their team grown? over these nine years to include different teams to work on live service um, and that sort of stuff. And then also, where do you go after you kill the Justice League, presumably in the main story? Um, what other stories are being, can you really tell? The other big thing that I think they have going against them is I think <clears throat> Warner Brothers keeps trying to make people care about Suicide Squad. And I don't think people do. I really, I don't know that a lot of people really care about it. And there's a certain gravitas to having Batman that I think made Gotham Knights an immediate like winner when it comes to like, can you sell this game to people? Yeah. And I don't know that Suicide Squad has that. I think they know that people like Harley Quinn. And so they're trying to like capitalize on that. But I, the Suicide Squad, to, from my perspective, has sort of fallen flat a couple times in terms of people caring about it. Um, and again, if anyone can change that perspective, it's Rocksteady. But I do think that that's a legit um, mark against them, right? It's, it's the difference between um, Divinity and Baldur's Gate when it comes to Larian projects, right? It's like one of them people really care about and one of them people kind of, it's an unknown quantity. So I think those are the two areas that I think are big pitfalls. But I think the base game, regardless of how the live service comes out and whether it sells well, I think the base game is going to be awesome. And I felt that since they first showed it. And I know Rocksteady's got talent um, and I, I think it's going to be good. So I'm super excited for this that demo uh, amped me up and and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can review it. Cause I think this is like a perfect Travis review game. So nice. yeah. I'll see if uh, I'll, I'll do the same. Maybe we can get some games in together. It'd be fun. It'd be cool. We should get the whole panel on it. This is like a, every, this is like our, a rare instance where all of us would play this type of game. Dan, cause it's a superhero Dan. game. You and me, cause it's multiplayer Ho, Cause it's got story. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of the co-op. Yeah, Suicide I could, Squad. I, I, would, I would try that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is one of those. After this, I'm. I'm Dibs on Peacemaker. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know he was in the game. I, uh, yeah. I wanted to be King Shark, so. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I don't usually care. Uh, I don't care. I'll be. I'll, I'll probably suck. I actually think Harley Quinn looks like she had the most advanced skill set in the video. Yeah. I'm gonna need every single you know advantage I can get. Uh, come on, yeah. with, that, with this hair, Ains has got to be Harley. That's fine too. <laughs> I have to wear this every time we play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that mean I, I gotta be boomerang. You guys a doucher. This seems super <laughs> yeah, uncool. You have to be All right, whatever. I don't care. You know, listen. Here's the thing. I'm kind of like. Did you watch oh, yeah, the video, Dan? Yeah, I watched the the whole thing. Yeah. So okay. so I'm I'm more. I'm I'm higher on it than I was. You know, and Rocksteady, like Travis has always said, has been. You know, they're just a proven. They prove what they can do. But like he also said, narratively, it's very, very hard to, after the game, you know, you're, you're through that single player stuff, which I look forward to. It's hard to kind of keep going. Halo couldn't do it. Diablo 4 couldn't do it for me. Uh, I, I would argue Diablo 4, when Travis was saying nobody has done it, I would they're, say Diablo They're the closest, I would say. They've done an okay job. But I, it's still, for me, I'm still don't, I still just don't care. Like if, until like the yeah. expansion comes out, 
I really, you know, Genshin Impact is probably actually the best example, Hogue, of like a long tail, like they've done stories, but um, it's it's still a challenge. It's tough. Yeah. So I mean, that's and that's fine. But I'm I'm definitely gonna get it now. I mean, I, I probably wasn't super high on it before this video, but now, you know, I'm 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 down. I'm down to cover nice. some stuff. Nice. Or, such an impressive yeah. job. You want to talk about good marketing. Like yeah. we talk yeah. about bad marketing a lot. I really think they took a somewhat neutral stance in the industry overall towards its project and really made you something that this is why you should look forward to this. Yeah, they did a really good job. Really yeah. good job. No doubt. No doubt. I'm looking forward to it. They said they've got more, you know, this is episode one. They've had more coming. So I'm, 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 you know, me, I'm excited to see about the loot and the drops and the gear and stuff. Like I want to see that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's, I think that's, enemies. I think that's something to keep you playing and something that like gets you excited. Like, Oh, okay. While I'm doing all this fun stuff and hearing this great story, now I'm going to kind of like get hooked on the loot game, but I don't think you lead with that. And I don't know if they Agreed. should focus on it a lot with the, uh, with these Vidocs, I, I kind of think they should stay away from that and just let people get pulled in once they start playing. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they they cover it lightly, but they did such a good job to explain this one. We'll see. So uh, we did have a super chat plan. Yeah, we had an old super chat from Shushi. I didn't want to miss when we were going through the game awards. So apologies oh, about that sure. one. Oh, oh, the two or I'm sorry, Euros. Hollow Knight easy. Best delay. You uh, did Chronicles. Talk. Silk Song. <laughs> Yeah, I think Silk Song yeah, would, would be the They just let us on there. the that entire the year and didn't even officially delay no, it. That's he that's said to 2024. <laughs> yeah, this could be on. You could be right, home. That's perfectly fair. I think yeah. it'll come out next year, but yeah, yeah I, 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 Silk Song's my best. That my vote for that category. <laughs> or Suicide Squad. We don't know, man. Could be awesome. That's true. Suicide yeah, was delayed to 2024. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Shush, thank you very much. Sorry for getting to that late. Apologies on that one. Shush, you sound like a streamer. Yeah. <laughs> I picked Shush for top uh, content creator yeah, for yeah. 2023. Yeah. I can't wait to play the Nintendo Shush. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up today, boys. I know uh, we got some things to take care of. So, uh, on the season gaming side, uh, we did get back finally to cast co op. So, me, Joe, Luke, Xbox Expansion Pass, the trophy room got back so we have an episode up from this week we did some game award stuff as well but a bunch of other things so if you can check that out on the channel other than that uh i'm not gonna shout out anything else crazy this week so i'll just pass it over quickly and oh, i'll hit I up will. travis I, I, oh, well, let me let me let me get us got a shout out i'm oh, gonna shout oh. out happy thanksgiving to everybody it's thanksgiving, thanksgiving week well we were it's, gonna end know. i was gonna end with that i don't care i'm gonna do it now because <laughs> it's the best <laughs> week of now. the year it's the best holiday of the year no it's not you, you get to eat all the time we, I'm literally prepping my turkey for tomorrow. We're going to have Thanksgiving on Monday. There's a lot of food in football. So so much food in football. So tomorrow we got Chiefs game, full turkey, full spread, ready to go. Wednesday. Wait, you have a pre-Thanksgiving? Yeah, we do a pre, we, like I got that? three turkeys this year. We got this one for, for tomorrow. We've got Thanksgiving Day, obviously. And then um, also Sunday, next Sunday. So Don't forget to baste yeah. that full spread. Listen, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's the best week of the year. It's just turkey all the time. And then just be bang. careful, Dan. It sounds like an awful lot. I don't want you to bust. Oh, I don't care. I do want I mean, you to that's, bust. That's how just I to want make you to go feel out. good. Yeah. <laughs> Get the comfy pants out. Yeah. yeah. If it's gonna bust happen, to it's gonna be good, this bro. Week. It's right. Don't care. <sighs> For sure. Bring it on. I can hide my face now. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a yeah. good look for you. Honestly. <laughs> do one of these. Do one of these. 
There you go. Now you got it. Now you went the wrong way. Yeah, no, work on I, that, dude. Like, like I know Cameron what Diaz I'm playing. I'm learning on the fly here what you do with this hair stuff. All right, we're going to ban Rob from uh, the chat from here on out. I don't like turkey. Uh, it's, it's a little bit tragic. of a dry. Meat. I mean, he, ham's better. For, cook it right. Ham's better, but. Oh, my Sorry. God. What in the hell, man? <laughs> Ham. I didn't expect this to be the biggest yeah. fight. Oh, okay. I, lo I love that. Travis, what do you got going on? We can go through two and a half hour show with no passion from Dan until you bring up food. Then all hell yeah. breaks loose. This is a food podcast, Damn. as we've learned from our commenters. Um, Hold on. We got a super chat to get to from Mr. Lionheart. Oh, Lionheart, uh, $5. I can't even get past this ham thing. Hello, all. <laughs> Happy to get a question for the panel. What are your thoughts on uh, splitting reviews between campaign Multiplayer, like how I generally review COD, I'm fine with yeah. that. We 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 yep. do it as well at Season Gaming. I I like doing that mm. honestly. I think it matters a lot with oh. certain games where they feel like almost self-contained, especially when some of them are made by different teams and have different sandboxes, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I ultimately I think if it's useful to the reader, it's useful to review it. It just is a question of how much interest is there in those things, and um, yeah. Usually, I think originally it was made because campaign and multiplayer were so different in Call of Duty, and now you see the scores kind of almost being the same, which is <laughs> unfortunate for Call of Duty because this <laughs> year didn't go their way. Um, well, the other thing, too, is that, you know, campaign is a contained experience, right? Especially in Call of Duty this year, three to four hours, right? But it's a contained experience, whereas multiplayer, you can't really review pre-release for day one what i would call properly right you need to get in there with the public you need to play for a few weeks or at least several days and put some time into it yeah. to figure out how well it's balanced to figure out how deep it is etc cetera, etc cetera. so they're very different experiences so i personally like separating those yeah i did it for yeah. um what was that game uh the crossfire 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 <laughs> x Your game because those were year. actually made by different teams campaign was made by remedy and it was a very different game so i think it makes sense in certain situations but ultimately the goal of reviewers is always to be useful to readers and help them navigate what they're getting out of the games that they buy so i think it's a great to... idea but i do think it says something about the product right i've thought about call of duty in this way for a long time which is it's a package of sometimes lightly related goods under the single banner and you're going to like some of it and you're going to not like other parts of it. So to the extent I think it's necessary, I think that says something bad about the product offering. I think you should be able to get campaign by itself in some way or in a package of nine campaigns, whatever you want to do. They did that zombies release, right? Mm -hmm. So I do think that there's a separation here. And, and the economics part of my brain says, well, that looks a lot like tying goods that you don't want to get the price up. And I don't love that. So when we talk about bad policies and people you know yelling at me for liking the suicide squad commercial because it's going to be monetized i understand i understand that but we should look at other things that things already happen in the industry first and foremost and i think the combined call of duty offering is the is the starting point for a lot of bad things in terms of monetization in the industry yeah especially mm -hmm. the annual we could talk about the annual model too but that's a whole nother thing um don by the way we got a second super chat from don supporting dan man I'm, I'm literally I, okay we're having two thanksgiving this year at my assistance of course i agree with dan thanksgiving for the win have a great holiday y'all that's have a great perfect. holiday don have a yeah. great holiday don and everyone else I, I got a free ham for the, turkey. for the for the record because apparently i hate people but it's fine it's fine for the record i'm also good. a big fan of I'm a big fan of thanksgiving i like any holiday that has like a purpose behind it because i'm not really into recreation so 
if a holiday like I like my favorite holiday is Yom Kippur because I feel like self improvement and forgiveness is pretty good and uh, Thanksgiving remembering to be thankful for things is useful. So I, I like I like uh, holidays that have like a self improvement or you yeah. know reparation relationships or new year's is another good one where you're trying to create goals for the year. I like, I like anything like that. And and I, I like less the frivolous ones where it's just about like having a party or whatever. Um, so yeah, I like Thanksgiving and this year I'm thankful for all the people on the Bitcast panel who've been, who have made all my Sunday mornings interesting Except for one where you yeah. didn't join us in the morning. <laughs> but didn't show up. <laughs> Why do I get shit for that? But you guys take like weekends oh. off. Like I don't take any weekends this off. Is you true. guys go on this vacation and shit. And this I like is. over. I think it's because we time. tell Ains we're not gonna be there. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's fair. All right. It's very uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. And uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, obviously, for this week for everyone. I hope you have a great week, a relaxing week with family, friends, whatever you like to do. Uh, I will hand deliver a ham to Dan. I'll take care of that locally here for us. I'm going um, to but Travis. To the <laughs> <laughs> Travis. I, I like you should comment in the chat. It's Travis. Yeah, that's a very good comment. holidays with a pro-social meaning or message. That's right. Holidays yeah. for impact, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I... Uh, that is not what I meant, but yeah, that's a hilarious <laughs> joke. <laughs> that's good. Is great. Um, yeah. Uh, what do I got going on this week? Uh, you should look at my review of uh, Assassin's Creed Nexus. I don't think either of my, I don't think either of my reviews for Anacrusis or uh, Asgard's Wrath 2 are going to be anywhere near ready for uh, publication by the time we next meet. So I don't have a lot to promote. Um, you should play Re Remnant 2's, um, uh, the Awakened King DLC, if you were into that game, that came out this week. Uh, I did not get to write a review for it because it just it's not a big enough uh, expansion to merit an, a One review. One of my favorite but, uh, action games of the year. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great, great. Um, but yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't have a lot of content to promote, but um, I hope everybody has an awesome Thanksgiving and uh, I'll see you guys. We're, we have a show next Sunday, right? Yeah, we have a show next week. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. See you guys then. Oh, I am very happy to say that I got back on the content creation horse this past week. I've been trying to kind of get my ducks in a row on both the law firm and content creation side and have come up with what I think is going to be a workable schedule for the rest of the year. We will see long term. So bear with me, everybody. But I'm going to do a couple videos a week, one in kind of the early half of week, Monday, Tuesday, and one in the late half of week, Thursday, Friday. Nice. Um, which will either be a virtual legality or a hangouts and headlines, depending on what's happening that week in the news. So we'll figure it out as we go. But I do think if you're interested in hearing me talk about things, I will be on the Hoglaw YouTube channel. I think a couple videos a week, probably all in a live format, um, doing those things, the legal analysis that the channel grew up with and the hangouts and headlines stuff that I know a lot of people enjoy. So I did two this last week. Go check them out if you're interested in the University of Michigan program and various ways that the media is treating SignGate. Or check us out <laughs> next week where I'm going to be covering various things, which is currently potentially going to be the corporate function of the OpenAI group and what ah, is happening over there. So interesting. we'll see if we cover that, but it is on my list of potential possibilities. I'm quite literally working with them as we speak. Um, interesting. Cool, cool. All right. Well, like we said, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Leon Kennedy signing off.
remember, don't buy your turkeys from Umbrella. Can we can we get a quote like uh, "Where's everybody going?" Bingo. Can we can we get like a Leon Kennedy quote? I don't know any Leon Kennedy quotes. No, come on. You know the part where the bell rings and all the guys walk away in Resident Evil Four, and he goes, "Where's everybody going?" We're gonna take out Umbrella. We're gonna take out Umbrella. I don't even think I could do his voice. It's so kind of like you got to do the full anime. Yeah, I can't do it. We're just Man, we're gonna move on. What a cop out! I know it's bad. Where? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Your glasses. <laughs> I think they though. cut that from the Resident Evil remaster. True though. Yeah. Um, you guys are amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate everyone who supports us. Have a good holiday. Have a good break. We will see you next Sunday. Till then. Thank you so much, everybody. Ham sucks. <laughs> <laughs>